Mike check now. Mike check. <laughs> Is your mic working? <laughs> <laughs> do you really blow you into a mic to He's check actually it? puking. Hello? As far as I know, you do. Hello? I'm not professional. Is this on? Don't mock me. <laughs> Free Talk Live Sunday show. Ryder. The most professional show on the air. This is Puke. And Andrew. It's been five weeks since we were in the studio. It's going to be five weeks probably until we're in the studio after tonight. Is I was my here, mic I on? I was here last week, <laughs> so and I was so excited when you called in. Wait, okay. I didn't even listen to any of the show. Was it okay, or? I don't I didn't listen to it. Oh. Did uh, you talk a lot? I was there. I was, I was on hold once uh, to talk, and then uh, you guys went to a break and didn't pick up my call, so I hung up because I was going through a toll booth. Which, speaking of toll booths, I have something. Uh, Did you go to the Easy Pass? I well, I have an update on the toll booth situation. How do I get this thing to work? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. My oh, microphone. The spider arm. Is that what yeah. they're called? They're called like spider arms. Speaking of spiders, what is with all of them lately? They're everywhere, and they're gonna kill me. What? How many spiders are in your spider house? Spider arms. Or My spiders? house. Right. Well, you will. The, at least four have been pointed out. You will never know. I haven't seen a spider in your house for a few and days. And I have to keep screaming like a girl Since and get girls to kill them for me. I should point out this That's house I- is the same one. You, you both live in the same house. <laughs> this is true. In the same bed, same room. <laughs> Gay. I did call you babe last, <laughs> last week on uh, FTL. <laughs> babe. It's like the pig that can talk. When he called in. That'll do, pig. I called in and accused Andrew of cheating on me because he decided to go on some <laughs> other Free Talk Live Sunday show. That's a good point. Judas. Which it can't it can't compare to Puke in the Gang's show, which we'll get to that as well. Mm. Um, what about spiders? Why did you bring that up? James, you have a spider, like a pet spider now? It's not really a pet it's, spider. It's horrific. Sorry, I said James. Puke is your name. That's right. I don't know where I got James from. Get it right, Nick Ryder. Ryder? Nick? Whatever I'm supposed to call you? So, okay, I guess I could just tell the story. I'm sitting in my chair watching Top Gear or Great something story. or other. I know. And that's pretty much it. Next topic. But as I'm sitting there, there's a, a, a jumping spider just sort of repels down right in front of my face. Why didn't it jump? Well, I don't know, because it was repelling from the ceiling. How do you know it's a jumping spider? Because of the way that it looks. You okay. can tell by looking at them. They're, uh, they're called saltacids, and um, they have big eyes for spiders. How big is a jumping spider? Because you, you took a picture of it and posted it online, and I freaked out they're yeah, anywhere from, from from the pictures and the stories i'm hearing this is quite possibly the most frightening beast on the planet <laughs> it, lo- it looks as no. big as your hand on this picture. no there's this crazy thing called a zoom they have on cameras these days no. believe it or not whatever so anyway no they only get to about maybe a quarter inch i mean they're tiny little spiders they're not poisonous they don't bite humans they don't make webs and they have really great vision and they hunt through your house and so this little jumping spider for whatever reason i think he was going for my red shirt because insects like bright red things. He was other going insects, for it. Yeah, he was. He was. Look, he was hungry. I heard they, they don't like bright red things. Like bees attack bright red things. No, bees go for bright red flowers. When you go into a beehive, you're not supposed to wear dark colors or red. When you go right, into a beehive, they, they think you're a giant flower, and they want to. When you see just what walk you into well, beehives, try and pollinate me. And when I there's want no them pollen, to, they get angry. In sixth grade, I had a science fair, and I went into a beehive for the for the science fair project. Why is there I no later pollen? found out I'm allergic. Ooh, you mean scary. it was like a room of? No, 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 no. Like we went to a like. A beekeeper's house, like Mark Edge. He he's a beekeeper. I, he has beehives okay. on the property. So we got in the, the bee suit, right? And we you know messed around with the bees. So you didn't walk into a giant beehive. No, you can't giant... walk. It's not that big. That's well, okay. Fine. You open it up. It's like you know a box <laughs> with thousands of bees. So the spider shows up at so your back house. Back to arachnids. So anyway, I just take him, and I'm like, once I realize it's it's a non poisonous spider, I just sort of pick him up out of the air and take him and put him back on the wall. 
and he hunts around and he and he gets other spiders and i've been i've been keeping track of him he sort of is doing a circuit of my my kitchen now he's on the up towards the ceiling and he they eat other spiders and other insects have They're you very seen beneficial. him eat other insects yes actually i have like what i was lying I knew it. Wait, does no spider does has it, ever I, eaten another insect? Yes, they do. No one has ever seen it. I don't watch it 24 hours a day. I'm Except not that because insane. they don't do it. Yeah, they do. So you're the only person I can name that would take a spider. This spider's in my house. I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it back on the wall very nicely. But only jumping spiders because they don't make webs. They're not super annoying that way. But I ha- I kill other spiders. It could fr- it could crawl on you like in the middle of the night and you could yeah, wake up. It, it could be on your arm. Well, then I wouldn't like it. I don't. That's why I sort of freaked out at first when it repelled itself out of the ceiling and i didn't know what it was at first then i realized it was a good beneficial type of spider hey if you're out there listening and you know about spiders and come on corroborate my andrew can't sleep if there might be a spider somewhere in his room well i guarantee you there is one they're everywhere what is that quote you're only like three inches away from any sort of insect at any moment in your life all right maybe but not spiders there's one on your face right now. Spiders are not insects. So much. You know, the other thing, too, is having been deployed to Afghanistan, I've seen these crazy-ass things called camel spiders. Go ahead. Look it up online. Camel spiders. Is that the ones I, that eat through it. your cheek? I heard some, they, there's a spider that eats, eats God, like, through your can cheek. Can we change They topic? could. They're huge. They're, like, the size, I would say, six inches around with the legs sometimes. They're massive. They have huge jaws. My life. They're actually more like, like scorpions without a tail. They're not really arachnids. Well, they are arachnids, but they're not like spiders. Look them up. Camel spiders. Frightening. They move fast. Anyway. So, a little tiny quarter-inch long jumping spider. They're cute. They have little eyes. They can't. They actually, if you put your finger down in front of them and move it around, they'll like follow your what, finger. And look what, at you. what if you use a laser pointer? Have you tried well, like, then they go running blind around with a laser pointer? <laughs> like you do with a dog? I should. I haven't. I should try that. But then my cat would be freaked out too, probably. We need to get one for the dog. She loves those things. Laser pointers or spiders? Laser pointers. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's that's my story of the spider. Ooh, crazy. Awesome. There All are right. other people out there that are not, like, irrationally afraid of spiders. Trust me. Like my mother, for instance. Yeah, I saw She's her. Not, she was saying how cute it was on Facebook. That was equally yeah, as frightening. They are. Do you think, do you think humans you are, do you think humans are, like, you instinctually afraid of things that have the potential to kill us? Such as spiders and snakes. You know, if these yeah. creatures want to start paying rent, if these the creatures want to pay rent, then I'll let them stand. Certain the spiders <laughs> don't, but certain do. Exactly, but I know which ones do and don't. That's why I don't kill the jumping spiders because they're not poisonous. But it's the same as that bird who is instinctually afraid of the monarch lookalike butterfly. I mean, if it were smart enough, it would be able to look at that butterfly and decide that it's not a poisonous butterfly, right? You realize you just compared me to the intelligence level of a bird. We, you don't know That's how awesome. smart birds are. Don't I hate judge, you. Don't judge. You're fired. Um, Andrew, Next topic. anything interesting <laughs> happened to you recently? Uh, I got pulled over this morning for like the third time in the past three weeks. That's because you, you have a weeks, Something like that. I've gotten pulled over quite a bit lately. Normally you get pulled over. Like if you go six months without getting pulled over, it's it's worth a party. I did actually. Like the Well, yeah, maybe. I think you did recently, but it's very rare that it happens. I've gone a long time without getting a ticket, though. Okay, so what happened this morning? Uh, Luther and I, uh, former co-host on the Sunday shows. Who? Luther. I was taking him down to Connecticut to look at a truck. Right. Because he wants to be a trucking man. That's anyway, right. That way there could be somebody else to help all you bastards move. We were heading through <laughs> this very small town south of Keene called Winchester, which has an insanely low speed limit. I mean, in town, I get it being 30, Sometimes but like, 
a good two miles before the town even starts, it lowers to 30. Sometimes they call it Wintucky. Yes. I, get, I don't know who calls it that. Some people keep, that I keep going. talk to. So, <laughs> we're, we're heading down, and the speed limit just repeatedly drops over and over and over again when it's completely unnecessary, and I disregard the speed limit anyway, so it wouldn't matter what it was. I'm cruising along, and I see a cop up ahead, and I said, crap. You just flipped in bird. Not crap, but... And hit the brakes, slowed down, he pulls me over, and uh, it wasn't very eventful. I don't know why this story is so entertaining to you, Nick. But I didn't hear the story, so... Well, anyway. All we knew is you got pulled over, and usually that's exciting. Yeah, I... Way to you know, In the few seconds us. I had between when he pulls me over and when he walks up to the car, I'm talking to Luther, I tell him to put a Keen 411 out, he does so, um, but it's like 6 in the morning, right? so nobody's going to respond at 6 a.m. Maybe someone will, but either way, I get pulled over enough, it's not a big issue. Um, he walks up and I'm trying to debate in my head what method I want to do. And I consider the silent treatment. I, re- I really want to do the silent treatment where I say nothing the entire time. And <laughs> but you still hand him your license. Right. right. You know, you got to hand him that crap, but just to be completely silent. Well, I didn't do that. I was nice right off the bat. I said, good morning and big smile on my face. He wasn't so nice back. So I quit being so nice back to him. And I guess I will continue the story. So it does get interesting possibly. Not really. But you weren't of. nice. Right. Well, after the blowjob, he just said, go up, go on your way. Live call-in number, if you're listening on Sunday, 603-435-1105. We will continue after the breaks. I forgot, break. about, I forgot break. about callers. Who? If it were up to me, I would edit out half the breaks for the Sunday show. Just go into the thing. So we did like 25-minute segments rather than 10 or 15. Yeah, right on. I broke this. So we just got news that the cam's not working. Well, don't break that. And it says, I have this Ustream thing up, and it says, connecting. That's all it says. What if I click this? Uh Uh-oh. I'm not concerned. Ooh, no. I don't. Know. I can see stuff on your computer screen. Well, yeah. This is the. This is the. Um. This is our side, so we can see what's going on on the cam, but it's not going out because for whatever reason, UStream is not connected. Oh no! At this point, uh. But I just found out like 30 seconds before we came back from break, so I'm gonna have to look at that in a second. Well, for the first time ever in Free Talk Live history, puke has a drink that isn't horribly disgusting. What? <laughs> it's I still have drinks a, that aren't horribly disgusting a at times. It's just like yeah, a I know, but you wouldn't version. know. You would think it was a Starbucks coffee. It's a, it's a monster thing. Monster Java, Java bean. mean bean, mean bean. They're very good. They're cheaper than the the frappuccinos, Starbucks frappuccino, the ones you get in the bottle. Yes, at the store. Bottle? Yeah, at the store. I thought it was a can. Well, they come in both. What, what come? Okay, I've had the because, can. Well, whatever. Anyway, yes, so you have. yes, I have a drink. I also have a Gatorade, and sometimes I have water. Do those count as disgusting? Maybe the Gatorade does. See if you get a Twizzler when I open those then. I don't want a Twizzler. Those are disgusting. (laughs) So when we left uh, for the break, the cop had just walked up to your car and he decided to not be very nice. Yes. Shocking. So, and also I think he was stoned because (laughs) it was was early Sunday morning and he says, good afternoon first. (laughs) Then he tells me I should, you know, he asked me if I knew the speed limit. I said, no, you know, and he asked me how fast I was going. I said, I have no idea. You know, don't give me any information, whatever. Standard crap. Anyway, he tells me that, well, there's school buses. Then he goes, oh, wait, no, it's Sunday. He had no idea what <laughs> day it was or what that? time of the day it was. Yeah. <laughs> Luther is there. You can ask him. Oh, so, that's awesome. Then um, 
I just said, so how many days in jail is this going to cost me? And he looks at me, and I repeated myself because he didn't answer me. <laughs> and then he just goes, it's just a speeding ticket. <laughs> and I go, yeah. So how many days in jail is it going to cost? You're confusing him. He's so I high. Know, right? he, can't... He, he must have been. <laughs> he has trouble focusing on what's happening. Well, You're confusing and him. And this cop, I know he has pulled over many, many free staters. Mike Barsky. <laughs> Um, a few folks live down in Winchester. Is that because okay. he's the only one in Winchester? Dale has been pulled over. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Winchester is the smallest town ever, and it's just nothing but speed traps. And I've only, I haven't been pulled over there yet somehow until today. Some say they call it Wintucky. You mentioned this. No one calls it that. <laughs> Anywho. Um, I lied. So yeah, he eventually came back with just a warning and then told me that if I get pulled over again in 30 days and get a ticket... This one goes into effect because it's in their system. What? And my prior one. Did he give you a- I said, my prior one? How do you know what prior one I've had? What are you talking about? And he said, oh, wait, no, I mean, this one and the next one. He, hasn't, he had no idea what he Did was he doing. Did he give you a written warning? <laughs> no, I got nothing on paper. He's uh, t- totally BSing me. It's, it's a load of crap. Yeah, Ustream's definitely When I came back through, working. I was very tempted to fly through the town like 80 miles an hour just to see what would happen. I'm pretty shocked that this police officer would Uh-oh. say anything that was not correct to you. Oh my God, he was incorrect the entire time. I'm pretty certain they don't lie, ever. You're right. That's what I hear. They're all very good at their job. They're America's finest. Hey, what's... Finest what? I don't know. I don't know the Ustream login. I have no idea. <laughs> Go find Ian. <laughs> oh. Try... Maybe if we just yell out in the radio land, Ian will hear us. Yeah. Uh, I had you, to refresh, and it was logged out, so that's probably why it's not working. Well, if you know what the Ustream login is for LRN.FM, please call in and let us know. Wait a minute. At 603 Nick, this is wildly entertaining radio. 1105. Keep it up. Just just dictate what you're doing right now. Oh, I thought the password would be saved. I found the username, I think, but I thought the password would be saved. It's not. Even, a, even Boner Joe got pulled over in Winchester. I'm going to describe what I'm doing. he's probably even been here. That road that you go drive through Winchester on, you get stuck behind someone every time because they're I know. all afraid. Yeah. It's craziness. Like, if I don't know where I am... Today, I just, oh, victory. I had a slow person on the way home through Winchester. They were so slow, I was riding their ass the whole time. murder them? Yeah, I'm being a jerk, but they were going incredibly slow, and they deserved it. And they moved over, pulled to the side of the road, and as soon as I passed them, they got back behind me. I was so happy, I applauded them. Good. Good job. That's what they should do. Yeah. There's no them. inconvenience the for them. They can putt around all they want. Just get out of the damn way. Yeah. I was uh, pulled over and I gave the, tried to give the cop my credit card rather than my license. I think he immediately <laughs> thought I was high. I got taken out of the car like after that happened. Oh, really? He probably thought you were trying to bribe him. When was this? A few years ago. Oh, okay. They took me out of the car and shined a flash on my face and uh, said, are you... Are That's you, the worst at night when they shine the light in the mirror. And, and I had the convertible top down so I couldn't do the window thing where you open it an inch because it was convertible. <laughs> well, you, you he could walks just, up and I just hit the, the down button yeah, you on could the window l- a little bit just lower your window <laughs> and I slide to it between, uh-huh. between the windshield and the window like the A pillar of the car so uh, recently I had my goal achieved my goal for this whole time is to have a forum thread started about us so this really? happened on the BBS oh, recently. Okay. I've never seen the BBS what you've never seen only the when BBS? I tried Salvia I went on the BBS to get, to get advice <laughs> on Salvia like while you were on Salvia? No, or no, no, no. Oh, man, the, the computer is completely inoperable when you're on Salvia. Before I took Salvia, I got advice from right. The BBS. I was thinking um, that other thing that happened. Well, Not I, Salvia, the other thing. You know, back in I 2005. Don't, I don't know the other thing is. Here's how sad my life was when I was in the army. I actually had the highest post count on the FTL BBS back in 05. Don't you whisper to people? 
Sorry. Don't you whisper. Um, <laughs> any communication has to go over the airwaves. Yeah. Ass. Sunday, 417 show. I wonder what Ian's views are on the racist content. <laughs> hope someone really? let me know Wait, when. This? I hope it was me that was racist. This Did is, you say this? This is Breako on the BBS. Oh, I don't know who that hope is. someone yeah, will let you know when the African American edition airs so I can tune into that one. And they're commenting on five. Back talk live. They're commenting on about five minutes <laughs> of the last show we were on where we were um, that um, Chinese guy or whatever tried to start the fake American army. <laughs> Oh, and we did what? Chinese voices for about four minutes oh. on the show. And um Fleet Talk Rive? <laughs> is that what he was is this seriously what he's complaining about? This was a Sunday show with Puke and the gang, first of all. <laughs> well, yeah, that right there well, now should I know give who away. The real star is. I am the first chair in this, and this show is Puke and the Gang, and it's referred to as Puke and the Gang more than once in this post. Well, that's because I think he's he probably also had a huge problem if he listened to the Sunday sh- the infamous Sunday show with myself Luther and Ian. Or, uh, I thought we didn't speak of Dale. that show yes, anymore. Puke has yes, been on the radio much more than you have. <laughs> it was a in Sunday. Which we talked about sexual fetishes for all those listening that don't know, and it was very. It wasn't actually that graphic at all, but I, a lot of people yeah, had problems with it. I had no opinion all, of it. They're all prudes and churchy care. and. Catholic it was a Sunday show with Puke and the gang. Ian and Mark weren't on. I think it started with someone using the term Orientals, and someone followed that up with something like, "Shouldn't they be called Disorientals?" Yes, I see no, Chinks is the preferred. Because oh, every wait, time I racist. see them, they seem disoriented. That was followed up by additional humor at the expense of Asian people. I hey, re- at least he called it humor. He says, racial stereotypes exist for a reason, and I frequently laugh at the racist jokes aimed at any group, so I'm not offended by this at all. What's offensive is that <laughs> FTL, FTL commonly says how disgusting racism is in all forms. Actually, Ian I says that. I am not Ian. We're, Ian says that, yeah. and, and I don't. FTL but, is a radio show. It's not an existent entity, so it can't say anything. We should just play it for him, give him no context, and see if he laughs. <laughs> Ian and Mark frequently, though, use southern accents to portray ignorant white people. Good but, point. But I've never once heard a hint of them poking fun at black people. Why can't, we're going to have to this make a poster's, note of that. This poster's of. point was that uh, it's easy to make fun of Asians and southern right. whites. But, but I don't think Puke and the gang has the balls to make fun of a black person. All right, I'm going to make fun of Germans. You make fun of Jews. Ryder, what ethnicity are you? You can make he's, fun he's, of Irish people. No, Go. He, he's religious. Ah, six oh three. The rapture just happened. Four three. How was your rapture? One one oh five. Were you wrapped? I guessed the cam password. Well done. So the cam should be working. It's working on my computer anyway. All right, that's good. Good work. Where were we before the thing, the break? Wow. First of all, quite the delay. 603-435. It's the internet. You're the internet. It should be like a 50... Like, if it's a 45-second delay, that's not no. bad. I mean, come on. It's the probably like 15 space, seconds. Wait, man. let's see. Let me slap puke. <laughs> Why I oughta. All right. 603-435-1105. If you're listening live to the Sunday show, you can call in and talk to us. 15 seconds. I'm not sure we... So 15 <laughs> seconds is a, good, is a good delay going out over Ustream. Yes. What were we Anywho. on? Oh, yes. The uh, thread that was Yeah, about we're us. talking about thread. Apparently, we're all racist. God hates us. Actually, well, what we about got the email out? about the kids breaking into Ian's studio and, and turning on the mics? That was months ago. That was the show. first time the first, we were ever on. The first time the three of us were on? Yeah, we got some hate mail. Someone emailed Ian and said a bunch of punks <laughs> well, no, no, no. broke into the no, studio and no. did a show. He didn't say anything about me. It was me, you, and Luther. Right. Because it was when Luther had a Sunday show and you didn't. Right. And it was me, you, and Luther. He criticized you for something. He criticized Luther because he couldn't read and didn't say anything about me. 
Anyway. <laughs> I've never known anybody on the internet to be angry. Me neither. So Wait I, a I find this story to be to be completely fallacious. Anyway, we got called out in this thread for not being racist enough, actually. We were not racist <laughs> enough towards the blacks, but racist mm. enough toward the Asians, which apparently is an easy target. Now, Really? The Asians are an easy target? That's what they say. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you saying they're not because they're so short and like skinny? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they're, they're usually thin, so they have a small profile. They're hard to hit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The we are so bad. Fat. Yeah, I know. So do you think we should um, be portraying the Free Talk Live name in a better light than what we do? Because clearly we do not take this show very seriously. Obviously. I don't know, because we've, we've also received um, fan mail saying that people like it because it is so crazy. Yeah, I have been told it's highly entertaining. People come up to me and say, I like the show. You guys don't even, pre- you guys <laughs> pretend the mics aren't even on. Mandrick absolutely <laughs> loves it. And that's really all that matters. No, nobody cares what Mandrick thinks. I do. Why would you care what he thinks? I care. I like him. Because he makes baklava? Yeah, that's why I care. Because if, if I piss him off, he might not give his delicious I'm meaty, much more excited about sandwich. the bacon thing. Yeah, meat. the bacon weave craziness. When has he ever given you a the sandwich? The way his salty meat slides down. Oh, wait, that's not. He gave me a sandwich from like when he stayed at my house. He gave you one? Yeah. When did he stay? Okay, fine. I guess that was a while ago. We went and played disc golf. All right. Yeah. I'll just I shouldn't eat Twizzlers on air. Why not? Because it's unprofessional. Oh, and you're professional? Nobody would have no. known you're eating Twizzlers on air um, unless you mentioned that you're eating Twizzlers on... Okay, now now everyone does. Uh, so anyway, we're all racist. So here's the list. Here's the li- first of all, we got to hit this list first. I'm going to have to find this thread because I'm curious now. I, I honestly haven't been on the FTL BBS in years. I don't years even know how to do that. Because it's filled with trolls and assholes. BBS.freetalklive.com. They plug it on like every show. That's way too much work. All right, here's the list of... Um, Safest to most taboo people to make fun of. Whites, starting at the top. Whites. No, that's assuming that we're white. They don't know what race we are. What if we're not white? Whites, Asians, retards, physically disabled. Asians are second on the list. How's that an easy (laughs) target then? Physical disabled, mulattoes, Native Americans, Hispanics. I don't think you're supposed to use that term, mulatto. Gays, Muslims, Jews, new age liberal lefty Obama supporting baby boomers. Blacks of all <laughs> varieties. That's a race. Number 12. 12, and then there's 12 A, B, and C, which what? is light-skinned blacks. Um, yeah, the mics didn't pick that up at all, Puke. <laughs> oh, me crushing that can? <laughs> <laughs> well done. And then dark-skinned blacks are, are the worst. Okay. I don't well, know how no, this does anything, but we're going to move on, I think, <laughs> unless you guys have other comments on, on how racist really or don't. not racist we are. I'm probably just going to say whatever it is that I say. of every color. I'm not saying these forum... Oh, right. But I'm not saying these forum... I'm not trying to blame these forum users of, of making false accusations on us. Of course, we don't take the show very seriously. Uh, but hopefully nope. nobody here will be hanging any Asians. I am deadly serious. I make fun of the Asians because they're so good at math. How dare you? Are you they? jealous? Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> so I said I had a toll booth update. It's really oh, going to yes. take about 12 seconds to update you Do guys. It. What about toll booths? So I said I drove through an easy pass lane without an easy pass. This is over a year ago. No. Oh, okay. That one, no update. Nothing has ever oh, happened. Well, Jesus. The one that happened like three we- or six weeks ago, I did. <laughs> I drove through an easy pass without an easy pass. Ready? They caught there me. <laughs> they caught me. Who caught you? They. How'd they catch you? I guess they caught me with their camera. Now, I didn't oh, get a ticket, cameras. though. Cameras. That's crazy. But because my license plate is registered to an EasyPass account, um, so they charged my girlfriend's EasyPass account, which my license plate is registered to. 
So they must have figured like, oh, he had an easy pass. He just didn't, it didn't trigger for whatever reason. So when they took a snapshot of my car, they ran my plate through the easy pass system and just charged the account. Oh, so you didn't run one over on them really at all. I wasn't. The Boston one, I did. I didn't have it. You did then. I didn't have it. Right. I have a camera story. Very quick one. Fine. Yesterday at work, uh, guy was driving the truck. I'm in shotgun. Awesome story. Next. Light turns red, residential light. He doesn't want to slam on the brakes and topple over our load, so he just runs it. And okay. he goes, oh, crap, there was a camera mm-hmm. Like as we're going through it. Right. So at the last second, I looked up and made a pose. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen? We'll find out. I almost got Updates run over. to come. I almost got run over by a semi-truck because I was retarded. It wasn't a semi-truck. I know. I pulled in front of one coming off a highway. Great and then, idea. And then there was mm-hmm. a yellow. I was just in front of it, I guess. I didn't like cut it off or anything. But then there was a red light, so it turned... There was a green light. It turned yellow, so I like slam on the brakes to stop. Apparently, like semi trucks can't stop as fast as my car can. Yeah, there's this crazy thing really? called inertia. No way. <laughs> so it swerves around me in the wrong lane, runs the red, and saves my life. Pretty amazing. Good job, ass. Uh, You're the reason truckers hate people. Let's see. Would you guys like to know the worst cars on the road? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I can tell you what they are. So this is from autos.yahoo.com slash news. So you have about three minutes to do this. full of crap. You have about three minutes minutes to do this and go. To determine our list of the worst made cars on the road, we started with the lowest rated vehicles from six reliability and performance studies conducted this year by Consumer Reports. Now, hang on. Question. Uh, Yes. Are these cars that are on the American roads or worldwide? Uh, I'm pretty certain these are American cars. Okay, because I bet you the majority of them will be American-made cars. Uh, Probably. I'm pretty certain they are. So, moving on down, any car, truck, or SUV named among the worst in at least two of those studies made the final cut to be on the worst list. So, we should note that the Mercedes S550 is the only vehicle that qualified for our list because of a high cost of ownership, low fuel efficiency... And a low rating for overall value, not because of any problems with reliability. So basically, they're just saying that thing was more expensive than it should be. So, uh, let's see here. Indeed, luxury vehicles like that sedan and the Cadillac Escalade are arguably at a disadvantage on lists like this. Their luxurious interior upgrades, high-quality trim, and powerful engines work against them. Let's see here. The worst value, the highest cost of ownership. You've got to remember, there is a new... I don't know what uh, this. The story is infuriating me because they're not getting to just naming them off. Just Let's find the list. Forty-five. That's what I'm trying to do. Fantastic! Great prep. I'm glad you brought this up randomly, but you still got a minute and thirty seconds to cover your story. I I mean I obviously saved this article for some reason. Let's see here. There's a. Customers will see 16 all-new or significantly updated vehicles at Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Fiat dealers this year, Betts said. These vehicles represent a new level of interior refinement, world-class fit and finish, and significantly enhanced driving dynamics. Side note, this is true because Fiat did buy the horrible, horrible Chrysler. Dodge, oh, Jeep, did it? Brands. Yeah, Chrysler suck. I think this article is much worse than I thought. Oh, here we go. The worst cars <laughs> on the road. Whew. It was on page that? two, of course. They've got all this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, I know we're running out of time. The the guy running the board over here is checking his email on his phone or some crap. So anyway, the worst cars are the Cadillac Escalade, Chevrolet Tahoe Hybrid, <laughs> Dodge Nitro SLT, Jeep Wrangler Unlimited, Mercedes-Benz S550. Real quick, I'm glad the government bailed out the top four manufacturers, or the top four horrible cars. Oh, of course. 
So, let's see here. In pictures, the worst cars. Oh, there's another link. Let me see where this goes. Oh, we're running out of time. I don't have <laughs> enough I don't have enough internet power to make it. I'm trying to Mick, why don't, why don't you join us and uh, take us out to the break? And then I got a Chevy Tahoe. All right, someone should call in before puke, before his head explodes. Forbes.com is a horrible website. 435-1105. Super professional free talk live. Oh, the chat is calling us racists. We didn't say anything. Well, they posted a link asking if we enjoy this humor, and I did laugh. I Okay, I'm not in the chat. You right. guys are my chat You're watchers. completely disconnected from anything that's going on. Because <laughs> the chat is all All what's you've going done is push a button in the, whole the past world. five minutes. Exactly, for the past five minutes, because Puke started the worst story that has ever hit. I'll, all right, I, I want to hear like the rest the, of the cars. I just like the chat no. room to know. I was looking I at pictures of them. retarded children and laughing at them. If it a caller, racist. If a caller calls in and wants to hear some of the more cars, we'll, we'll touch all right. on it. If there's a caller, please ask for the rest of the list. First of all, there is a caller, and we do have to take it. Um, let's see if I know how to do this. Caller, hello? I want to hear the list! No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I hope Aww. you don't, because I already closed that window on my computer. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> hey, I want to tell a, a racist joke. Sweet. I'm not listening. Sorry, go ahead. Start over. <laughs> Can I say the F word? I would avoid it if I were you. Oh, man. Is that okay, a yes or a no, Nick? But you have to understand the punchline has the F word, but I'll substitute it for a, a more polite word, okay? Okay. You, should, you could just say frack. Or okay, flip. Good. The Battle for Galactica thing, yeah. All right. <laughs> so this is a, a racist joke about American Indians, which I think was on kind of high up on a safe list, right? I forget. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, Indian boy asks his father... Dad, how do Indians get their names? And the father said, Well, son, when your sister was born, I stepped out of teepee and I looked into the woods where I saw a deer running through the forest, which is why your sister is called Running Fawn. And when your brother was born, I saw the sky and in it a great bird, which is why your brother is called Soaring Eagle. Why do you ask, two dogs screwing? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's not necessarily I like funny. I don't know. That's really racist. It's just two dogs screwing is funny. Calling anybody yeah, that. Is. Yeah. Right, but but if you know, use the f word, it's so much better. Yeah. I yeah. Can imagine. Curse words okay. are awesome. Anything Bye. else? Bye. 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 Thanks for the call. <laughs> yep. So I uh, have a story. He wants to hear the rest of the list. He didn't want to hear the rest of the list. No, I already closed the window. I don't. There were a bunch of GM and Chrysler. Uh, there was a Mercedes and the Nissan Titan. <laughs> so, so basically, the the moral of that story that I was reading last segment about cars: don't buy from GM or Chrysler because they're garbage. I have to say, Chrysler's going to get better though. Well, hopefully, I do enjoy Fiat. Every time who's been bailed out Fiat before, currency or Fiat the car maker? The car maker. Every yes. time I get onto an elevator, I am surprised when the doors open again. And you take your pants off. I'm so. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised when the door is open again because I'm like, why would they open? Why aren't we just trapped in here? Because why wouldn't the elevator just stop working midway up the thing? I've been trapped in one. Okay, I want to get to that. Okay. <laughs> I was at Harvard uh, with two coworkers. Ooh, we're all suited up. I'm in a button-down uh, blue shirt, and we're with a worker from Harvard. 
and we take the elevator from the first floor to the third floor. And when we get to the third floor, the doors do not open on the elevator. And I say, "You took your pants off." Oh no! <laughs> and she says, "Why isn't why isn't the door why aren't the doors opening?" And my coworker says, "Are we stuck?" That's pretty funny. I've never been stuck before. I don't think it's funny. I start. Trust me, we don't think it's funny. Sweating. I start uh, shaking a little bit, and I'm getting really warm. So I start unbuttoning my blue shirt. She's uh, <laughs> on her phone. She's like trying to call uh, coworkers, saying, "Hey, we're stuck on the elevator." I'm like, "What's going on? Do you have service? Is it working? Is your phone working?" Now, not to mention, I'm on. I have a phone, and I also have my iPad. I have full connectivity to the outside world, but I'm stuck on this elevator for a moment. <laughs> And I start sweating and taking off my shirt, and it's getting really stressful before we call the emergency. So the first thing you do is panic immediately. Yes. So I was awesome. right when I said you took your pants off. <laughs> I never got to the pants, but oh. that's only because... <laughs> that was in the works. Right. That's, o- <laughs> that's only because I'm like, hey, did you try any of the buttons on the, on the panel? And she hits like one, and the elevator goes down. And that was after we had actually phoned the emergency line, the emergency... Box there. So you guys didn't even think to push other buttons first. How does your girlfriend feel about you removing clothing with a? It's a very embarrassing story. Okay. Now and you've just told it to everyone and recorded it for posterity forever and ever. <laughs> so the moral of the story, or the point of the story, I'm afraid of elevators, and I assume I'm going to get stuck on every single one I get on. And then once it's stuck, I assume I'm going to die from that point. There's that no is way the I'm best story escape. I've ever heard. <laughs> Andrew, you were stuck on an elevator. Yes, when I was seven. No. Nine on a cruise ship. On a cruise ship. For two hours. Holy. Okay. So start wow. from the beginning. So was it was the was it rocking back and forth too? Eh, That'd it was be so freaky. big that it, you barely noticed it. Like when you're walking on a long Do hallway, they? you can kind of sway with the rocking of the boat if it was really rough out. But for the most part, you just feel like you're in a giant hotel. Oh. I um, see. I've never been on a cruise ship, so but, I don't know what it's like. <clears throat> the, uh, the elevator had like eight stories or ten stories. It was pretty decent. Okay. Anyway, there were... There was one that was a big glass elevator you could see all around, like in this big gallery, lobby kind of thing. Then there were other elevators by the rooms that were very tiny. And I was in one of those and traveling up to like the seventh floor where my room was. Were you in stowage? By myself. Is this anything you're, like Titanic? Okay, you're alone. You're like seven or nine years old. Nine. Okay. Because when I was seven, I went to Disneyland. Okay, fine. Keep going. Disney World. One or the other. What was in Florida? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. And the power went out. I was in the elevator. And I got stuck. The for, way the power went out. So the lights go out? Yes. And you were in pitch black. The emergency lights came on eventually. Eventually? How long is eventually? I don't remember. A couple minutes. Okay. So, okay. So you're riding the elevator. Power cuts out. The elevator stops. The lights go out. Then Two hours later, they opened the doors and the power was still out for another couple hours. Now, were you in contact with anyone? No. Holy. Wait. <laughs> I was pretty relaxed. I am freaking out. I was fearless at nine years old. I would do anything. I'm currently freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid for you. you. He's, there's no going. phone on there or like communication device. The star on your Dallas Cowboys hat is spinning. There's no... <laughs> you were just stuck there in an elevator for two hours, not talking to anyone when you're nine years old. You don't know if anyone knows you're in there. Yeah, well, I ended up hearing somebody walk by and I just banged on the door and made noise and, okay. and then it got opened. That it was very uneventful. That's not uneventful. I was fearless. What did you do for it's two pretty, hours? I don't remember. I was nine. That is the scariest story I've ever heard. I I just thought this sucks. What worst place could the power go out on me at? <laughs> like really? I'm not even on land. 
How did he open the how did the, someone open the door? They pried it open. I don't know. The person who was on the other end yeah. of the door? Just pried it open? Yeah. Like, oh, there's a kid stuck in yeah. there. Yeah, so I had to hop down on the floor and you know, wow. was, oh, there was between floors. Right? I hopped down, wow. went to my room, used the stairs. <laughs> hey Andrew. <laughs> what choice did I have? Do you suffer from Netflix streaming syndrome? I think I do, but what is it? As technology marches on, it brings w- Oh, I hate those people so much with their calendars. <laughs> my, that's Mayan. That's the oh, Mayan. Whatever. <laughs> we talked about this last time. Don't you know I'm racist? They're all the same in South America. As technology marches on, it brings with it a whole new set of maladies. Just as keyboards have given rise to carpal tunnel syndrome, another innovation has created an ailment just as awful, like masturbating constantly. Damn you, Internet. Let us warn you about Netflix streaming syndrome. What? Don't you look at my screen? You have I, your own computer. I just over fall there. asleep to Netflix. Does that count? Like I found this Elvis Costello thing where he interviews musicians, and I've been really? watching that for the past few nights. But I keep falling asleep, so I'm only getting the first fifteen minutes of it. Caller, you're on the yes. line. Oh, oh, he wasn't done. <laughs> Caller, go. Oh hi. I was just gonna share. Um, I made a joke uh, on a Brattleboro website, and it was a stereotype joke, and. It banished me from the website for a long oh. time. Uh, <laughs> sounds like they have really, really uptight standards in that yeah. whatever form you're on. Because, you know, I, I don't know. I, jokes are, are jokes. You're meant to laugh at it. Were you making fun of granola heads in Brattleboro? Because that would probably no. piss off anybody no, in Brattleboro. <laughs> Somebody was looking for Them their a la- good laundry mat. And I was like, well, I heard Oriental people do good laundry. <laughs> And then I said, uh, maybe if you look for Oriental faces, you should be okay. Just follow them to their laundromat? But that's, you know, see, people get way too uptight. There's a reason that stereotypes exist. There that's is why a I said last truth. time. Because we've been over are, this. There are a <laughs> lot of laundromats or dry cleaners that are owned by Asian people. Well, caller, if you want to make those jokes, you should probably go to the BBS. Yeah, uh, that's where you need to go. The FTL BBS. Any other thoughts? Just that. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. As long as you don't take that stuff too seriously and actually judge people based on their skin color or something. I mean, jokes are jokes. If you don't laugh at stuff, you just become an uptight asshole and everybody hates you. Netflix streaming syndrome. Will. What is it in a nutshell? Well, since you interrupted it with a phone call, I guess I'll go back to it. <clears throat> Where was I? I was so rudely interrupted. When VHS was inst- introduced decades ago, buying the cassettes for It home- changed the face of porn forever. That's true. <laughs> Just like the internet. We never we'll come ever back can get to a point. Story. That's because there's too many uh, commercials. Why don't you cut these out, Nick? I'll, I'll work Rider. on it. Can we just Rider continue me. talking? We could continue talking, commercial. but the recording will not pick it up. Why That's not? So Let's make it happen. All right. Free Talk Live, <laughs> Sunday edition. 603-435-1105. This music goes way Sounds too like long. Sounds like the ocean is it's angry. It's really awkward because we're like waiting for the ocean is angry at us. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait... 
There's more. You can buy Liberty Snickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. Libertystickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Second third of the show, 603-435-1105 if you're listening live on the Sunday show. Uh, Ryder here with you. Puke here with you. And Andrew here with you. <laughs> Andrew, your voice has gotten awfully high. I know. I have no testicles anymore. <laughs> Andrew went outside during the break and he's not back yet. What? He's right there. Can't you hear him? Hello, my name is Andrew. Oh, no, he's come to the door. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Netflix streaming syndrome. Go. All right. I forgot. Nick gave me the, the third degree. i got to get through this story quick. I was talking to people. Wow, your voice went down again. Oh, awesome. Okay. Now that the, all of the hilarity is over with. While this in it, uh, oh, yeah. We were talking about something off of gizmodo.com called Internet Netflix Streaming Syndrome. And here we have a list of symptoms. Insomnia brought on by watching every episode of a compelling series in a row at the expense of getting a good night's sleep. I've done that. It's so easy when you, you know, but it's the same thing with DVDs. If you're just watching a, an, like a television series, and if it's an asshole series like uh, Battlestar Galactica, where they always end like right when it's getting good, and you're like, what the hell is going to happen next? And you just, screw it, I'll just watch the next episode. And the next thing you know, it's 1 a.m., and you've lost your job. The next symptom is antisocial behavior as a result of staying in and making it a Netflix night rather than going out in public and seeing other... Horrible, stinky, stupid human beings. Third, blackouts induced by spending an entire day watching movies back to back. I've, I've never Is experienced that. Possible? <laughs> like that's really bad if you, you've been watching streaming movies so much that you literally black out. There's not enough good stuff on there to watch. Now I, I haven't seen so. this list, but so far these are just. You could apply this to uh, obsessive gaming. I may have or, the record yeah, for whoever for the person who's watched the first five minutes of more TV shows and movies than anyone in the whole world. Good and then you. given up or falling? No, asleep. I fall asleep. Maybe you're blacking out. Then I'll wake back up and like hit next and the next <laughs> the next episode of Third Rock from the Sun. I'll see the first five. So my minutes, point and is, the intro song I pass my point out. is, this list isn't very groundbreaking so far. But continue, and we'll see if it is. Way to keep it positive, Nick. Pop culture knowledge that is a shade outdated and limited only to topics that are offered as part of the streaming package. I, I don't understand that point at all. Pop culture knowledge that is a shade outdated and limited only to topics that are offered as part of the streaming package. I guess that means you're not getting your you up-to-date pop yeah, culture Yeah, you don't know the new like, releases. You only know everything crap. that's been on Netflix okay, streaming. Now, I agree with Nick there. That's just stupid. Uh... Next point, a glut of intense information about things most people don't care about, like the au revoir of Meg Ryan or the subversive aspects of the first season of She-Ra, Princess of Power. Okay. I And no lastly, idea. nah, that was stupid, a gnawing impatience when you can't watch what you want to watch when you want to watch it, coupled with fits of rage when movies are not available for streaming, and you yeah, must wait two whole crap. days for an actual disc to arrive and a little red envelope in the mail. So basically, this whole list just boils down to uh, you're retarded. I was so happy when Top Gear <laughs> went on to instant. Wow. That was yeah, that was amazing. 
because the television shows... Because I was waiting for the discs. Eight years ago, you had to drive to the video store, and they didn't even have shows on Eight DVDs. years ago, I so. had to ride my... Wait. But they have... Nine years ago, I had to ride my bike to the video store. Yeah, that's true. But what's so infuriating is they only have some stuff available for streaming, and some stuff isn't. Like, why isn't it all available for streaming? Why are they, like, giving us the Comcast, blue balls when it comes oh, to streaming? Oh, I saw a thing. Comcast has a big problem with Netflix, because I'm Comcast sure is the internet provider assholes. that Netflix uses for most of its customers, and they're taking away from their cable-watching customers. So there's a big, uh, uh, big mess there. I don't know any there's more another, details about it. Yeah, well, that's the problem with the the only decent way to get high speed internet in the United States is through asshole cable companies, who I hate. Hey, Nick, what kind of show prep do you have? That's pretty much all I was going to read about that story. Basically, it boils down to if you're an idiot and you can't stop, you have no self control. Well, that's your you're dumb. What? It's, not, it's, I, it's like a fake. You know, there are people that starve to death. In the world and, and have real problems in right. America. We have we're like oh, we I want to watch the next episode. We have, we have too much entertainment. Yeah, pretty and much. TV will probably live on into the future, but only for things. I mean, its biggest probably customer base will be sports watching fans and maybe other live events. Um, but even then, sports well, is, is slowly creeping into the online streaming uh, community. Sports, uh, sort of. I think you actually can pay for like certain packages, but if you're already paying for cable, a lot of people will not also pay MLB.com to stream their yeah. baseball games. But see, see, that's that's the thing though. There's no point why they couldn't have it all streaming. Uh, technically, no, but there's a lot of I think commercial stuff that's holding it up. Yeah. Well, it's all the it's all the dinosaur companies that you know the the, the old method is the way. Bleh, this is the way we had it. Bleh. Uh, speaking of things that can hurt you, yeah. it proves that the silliest prank can go horribly wrong. Yeah. Have you ever it heard is. of planking? Well, it is. <laughs> Andrew, I, I do not know. Why do you look at me? Have you ever heard of planking? No, I have, have not. I had not heard of planking until yesterday. I have. Yay me! What well, is here's it? Here's a story. That- uh oh. I'm sure that the fancy British lady will. Well, here's a. St- Way to screw up the video, Story Nick. Now we have to listen sorry. to all of it. The silliest prank can I don't go know. Apparently horribly I can't wrong. S- like, move have you ever heard cursor. of planking? Well, it is a growing craze. So what is this? <laughs> so, what, are you going to restart it now? No, I'm going to try not to restart <laughs> it. Andrew, can you see that? Yeah. What it is, is retarded people have decided that it's fun to take okay. pictures <laughs> of themselves. Okay, be great. Balancing in a horizontal position on something, basically holding themselves in a horizontal position while balancing on something thin. On right. a toll booth gate, is it going to open? You know how they used to use. Is tr- it a catapult? You know how they used to do trust falls and you'd have to like make your body rigid and then fall into someone's arms? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, it's kind of like making your body rigid, but then you just lie down and then take a picture of yourself. Well, you lie down on something thin and sort of balance yourself. Well, people lie face down, flat as a board, with arms at their sides in unusual public spaces. A photo of the pose is then uploaded now to the internet. There's a guy on a bridge. Well, as Travis McNamara explains, the stunt Street can sign. have Street tragic signs. This is like flagpole sitting. <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm playing this because this uh, story has some great quotes by... Um, Dumb people? Uh, basically by the guy's friend, I think, or, or someone, a planking expert, I'm sure. All right, let's, he let's hear about the tragedy. In a very short time, planking has become the in thing. But the tragic death of Ashton Beale... There's a guy just lying uh, face down on a, a set of stairs. Yes, head down the stairs. Just looks ridiculous. Up. It's so stupid. It it's just lie down and retarded. take a picture. This is like Ghost Riding the Whip. Have you seen that? Yes. Uh, I wish all these people early would die. Sunday. Okay. 
like so, this guy. So they're saying, I can't go back because I feel like it's going to restart the video. They said he was <laughs> trying to plank on a seventh-story balcony. Morning has been a sobering reminder of how jokes can go too far. How is this a prank? I, exactly. They, well, it's the not. news calls it a, it says planking prank and They're giving pranks a bad name. It's it's a it's an internet meme. Would I be like the proper... pranks? I spray Luther with a fire extinguisher on a negative twenty degree day. <laughs> that is like murder, but uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was his going away party. So apparently he was trying to plank on the balcony and fell off. Richard Latonwa introduced Acton to planking just a week ago. We just got together with a, a group of friends, and I was introduced to Acton, and um, we just had a bit of a plank in the park, and just harmlessly on on the grass and in and around the place, and. Had, had a good laugh about it. There's no, there's no sexual innuendo in that sentence. I muted you guys because I didn't want you to speak over this. Oh, oh we, what an ass. We just, I didn't listen to it because I was focused on you muting me. I met him and we had a good uh, plank in the park. <laughs> now, now we're going to continue. Don't talk unless I pause the video. because we, we can't talk over these quotes. As one of the founders of the Brisbane Planking Association, <laughs> Richard says he and others have been pushing the safety message on the group's Facebook page. Uh, it, it's something that is not going to stop. You know, people are going to... They're Australian, not British. Oh, I spot... I ruined the quote. People are going to plank. Before uh. planking. But we, we just want to convey that message of safety. The 20-year-old's death has left a dark cloud over what was for many just meant to be a bit of light-hearted, typical Aussie larrikinism. With a modern problem comes a modern disease. A Facebook tribute page to Acton <laughs> shut down after being defaced by trolls. Police say they don't <laughs> object to people having fun, but there are limits. Police say they're not objected to people having fun, but yes, they're they, limited. Yeah, yes, they, they usually they usually are. <laughs> They're comments that today have been echoed by the prime minister. There's a uh, difference. This is the prime minister commenting on this internet planking. Between a harmless bit of fun uh, done somewhere that's really safe uh, and taking a risk with your life, uh, this is a really tragic thing. Uh, there'd be a family that's just devastated. For those who continue the practice, the message is clear. And we say now, don't drink and plank. For one. <laughs> Audience, you should use your imagination and replace the word planking with the word of your choice. Do not drink and plank or you'll fall off seven-story balconies. And end up with a baby. 3 Talk Live. Is this working? I thought I, I was going to do the there intro. We go. Why, why would you say, hey, puke, do the intro, and then you're like, oh, oh I'm sorry. Do <laughs> I, was, I got thrown <laughs> off for a second. <laughs> Hang on, I got thrown off because I had my headphones plugged into the wrong port. Okay, 603-435-1105 if you do want to call in live. I also like how you were so disappointed that the, the break was over just now. You were like, oh, damn it, the break's over. I was like falling asleep. Uh, planking. We're done with that. Um, yeah, people are stupid. Hopefully more of them die doing dumb shit. Puke, you have other topics to get to, hopefully, but we're going to cover... I do. Now, have you played Portal 2? Uh, yes, I actually just beat it last week. Completed it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, beat it. I saw the commercial for it in the hotel TV. How'd you like it? No spoilers. I liked it pretty good. It's a good game. I was, I'm just, I'm very disappointed at games that have more co-op mode then they do like single player mode. Uh, I don't know if it has more. Co-op I wouldn't mode say or not, it has more. I wouldn't say that. No. I've but, played the whole co-op thing too. I don't have friends with the same gaming system that I have, 
there thus I, I like cooperative mode is useless to me well i guess you could always go on xbox live but uh i have a ps3 you could always go on ps3 live this twizzler <laughs> is disgusting but th- they usually are they're but yeah you wouldn't want to play you don't want to play that co-op game with some stranger online no i don't because they're all like 12 year old idiots and i have no no use for them either that or they already know the solution to the puzzle which makes it like completely yeah, pointless the point? for you to even be in it the whole point of a puzzle game is to play it by yourself in my opinion so the single player part i really liked it's good it's funny and it's well i think the first one is more challenging this one they seem to give it to you a lot where it's like, gee, where do I put the portal? Oh, that one square of white wall. Right. They, <laughs> there's actually a lot of complaints about that going they on. They made it pretty dummy-proof. They expanded it to a wider audience, which also meant that more kids are playing, which also meant more people to oh, complain. Yeah. Uh, we've got Complain this- for no reason, and then the media picks up the story. And, oh, let's all be outraged for no reason. We've got a local news, a local news team has picked up this story about a guy who complained about one part of this video game. We'll get to it. Uh, let's see. A hilarious part. Regina Mack just uh, talked to the father who shared this, who saw this with his daughter. Yeah, I bet he was shocked and, and really surprised by something like yeah, this. Yeah, no idea. Particularly Horrible. because this is a game that builds itself as educational. It's wrong! For- true, true. There's no... I've never heard uh, Valve pour, um, say that this is an educational yeah, no, game. No, it is not it's an a educational puzzle game. game. It is... But see, this All is right, what... Will you guys just call me when you're finished talking about this game? Like, yes. What are you wearing my hat for? Everyone, as Ugh. we said, Neil Staple was playing the game with his 10-year-old adopted daughter when they saw the clip tonight. He says he and his wife are still searching for a way to try to explain it. <gasps> Their life is ruined. I, I didn't know what to do. I still don't know what to oh, do. God. Neil Staple still can't believe what he heard while playing the He can't believe it. It's got to be awful. Oh, my God. It's just so, so overhyped and I am on edge. I, I am on edge to know what, what in this game... If the X kids 10 and up could have been so horrible. Like, I don't think they could be more shocked if the Xbox jumped up and raped his child. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's just so stupid when you finally hear it. Uh. Video game Portal 2 with his 10-year-old adopted daughter, Zoe. All right, fatty. Adopted fatty. Fatty, fatty, no parents. Did you hear that? The character in the popular kids' video game is actually taunted for being adopted. It literally pokes fun for not having parents. While ne- Way to play that clip out of context for the rest of the game. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> well, yes. The, that point in the game is not a major plot point. Um, but what it is... What context could that clip possibly be in? The, the context is that it, it's... One of the characters turns evil. It's hard, okay. And he's like trying to be evil like the other character. But he's really bad at it. So he just makes these stupid taunts throughout the game. And one of them was calling her fat and adopted and it's like that was puke spoiling uh part of the plot to portal 2 and not me well whatever <laughs> neil says he and his wife marcia have I didn't, never i didn't say which character did is I? adopted she's chinese she obviously doesn't look like us they wanted to wait until she was ready to chinese people that. it throws yeah, way to bring question, race into it guy <laughs> the most ultimate question that that child is ever going to have for you and it just throws her right in the living room She's about to cry. <laughs> See, I mean, it's just so stupid. The girl is is Chinese. She is a different race than that guy. Do you think she hasn't figured it out yet that she might be adopted? Well, he, he doesn't claim that they were lying Holy to her and crap. saying that she wasn't adopted. But he's afraid. He's 
He's afraid for her that she may be offended by this game that's poking fun at people who are adopted, wow, which it welcome, isn't. Welcome it isn't to reality, fun at child. Anyone who's adopted. Yeah, maybe the kid is smart enough to realize that it's part of a game and it's not real. Like it, when you're watching a movie and one of the characters yells at the other character, they're not yelling at the person watching the movie. I mean, holy crap! Was there Shocked. not? Was there not anything better that these news? people could report on like an earthquake or somebody else dying somewhere or planking i have to say my roommate got the new mortal kombat game for xbox and it is over the top violent like heads being ripped off and blood going yeah. everywhere as violent as you can get and now that i'm older i go holy crap that's violent but when i was younger it didn't affect me whatsoever they didn't have the same graphics back when no, you were younger but still than they do it's the same idea yeah, but if you Scorpion still did his get over here, get over. Here. But if you were to go back and look at the games you played when you were a kid, would you say, "Oh my God, those are gory," just like you are now? Probably to the new ones? because it's not it's not how gory it is; it's the what they're doing. Uh, okay, I don't know what he'd heard. Like Neil immediately cut the game off, <laughs> hoping Zoe hadn't heard the cruel joke from a video game billed as educational and appropriate for everyone ten and up. Again, with the great. BS educational. No, it's not. For everybody. And I was thinking maybe it's rated E for everybody except for orphans. <laughs> Wait, how, <laughs> how, old, how old did he say the kid was? I don't know. She's probably 10. Let's she just assume it, she's Because it said 10 plus, so if she's right. under 10, that guy needs a punch in the nuts. Because now we're all on the side of the game rating system? <laughs> well, I am when it, be- when it benefits me, yes. Right. <laughs> the parent, it's probably not that big a deal to you. If you are an adoptive parent... It was literally the worst thing I could possibly have heard. Or if you're not a retarded parent. But did parent. Zoe hear it? She's sticking to her guns that she didn't hear it. And to me, that message means she's not ready to talk about it. And I'm not going to force it. <sighs> I'm not going to play any more of this. Good, because I just Thanks, I, hate I don't want to hear about Portal 2 anymore. It's, this is not about Portal 2. This is about a guy who, watched, who played a video game and got very upset. And the kid isn't even upset. He saw it. He decided to go straight to the news. And, and complain about and it. And I think it's it's just so stupid because the the news agency here actually went with this story and, and sensationalized the crap out of it. And, and I mean, there are so many other instances where this has happened with video games, like the, the so-called coffee mod with Grand Theft Auto that actually, Ooh, that right. actually got that. What is that? Hot coffee mod? The hot coffee mod where you would have to go San Andreas. in on the PC of the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas... And you would have to actually change the code of the game, i.e. know exactly what you're doing, and then you could make like one of the characters have sex or something, or not have clothes. And well, but, So what? But of no, course, they were having this, sex, but they had clothes on. But Yeah, but there was no way that you could make that happen just by putting in the game disc and playing it. But of course, one of the retarded news agencies oh picked God. up the story, and they're like, Whoa, the world is ending! <laughs> <laughs> And then the game... They sound they just had, like that. Yeah, they did, and the, in a nutshell. And then they had to change the rating of the game from whatever to mature. Because of that... Yeah, wait a minute. They did. I'm sure San Andreas was mature before yeah, that mod. No, right? how much... Or maybe it was it was adults only. I think that's what it is. I don't it was, know. They difference? changed it from mature to adults only. Okay, what's the difference? They, uh, certain game sellers wouldn't sell it. 603-435-1105. Be back after the break. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com.
Welcome back to Free Talk Live. This is the Sunday night co-host crazy people edition. Only Sunday night. Phone number 603-435-1105. If you're in the chat room and you're disappointed in the show, go ahead, call in. Make it better. Otherwise, stop listening. Stop complaining. This is Puke in the studio. Oh, Ryder. <laughs> and Andrew. So you guys had a little complaint about uh, why it's so hard to find show prep. Yeah, Go. yeah, we do. Yeah, I used my only spare time this entire week, the prior hour and a half before the show, to right. look for show prep, uh-huh. and I dubbed nothing important enough to read on the air. And why is that? Because anything I did pick, Nick Ryder would just override it and say it was uninteresting. It's true. It's, because it, Puke gets all these, all these stories that even I think are great. I do. I have like 13 of them. And you don't let them finish them. Okay. They're, they're never good enough. They're never good enough for you, Nick. I mean, what do you, what do you want us to do? You always... You always want us to get all this show prep, and then you're like, no, it's not good enough. It's Puke. not good enough for the writer and his, his sky-high standards. Puke, you have picked a story that you want to get into. I do. Are you going to let me finish it? or uh, Until someone calls in. Okay, good. It's <laughs> if someone wants to call in and, and change the subject, that'll be fine. Mm. Otherwise... What Nick is saying, please do so. It is your show. All right, I've got this awesome article about how to pick out an engagement ring. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, God, no. No, I'm just screwing with you. Next. Actually, what I have is the the actual um, rules that were given to us in Iraq for guard duty when I was stationed there or deployed there in 2006. And uh, they're pretty fun. They're on my blog. If you go to dooms-day-device.com and read the blog, it's like one of the first few entries. Um, because it, it's more fun to read it because then you can see all the uh, spelling errors and, and all the weird capitalization that they put into it. They gave you an official rules with a bunch of spelling errors and capitalization mistakes? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It was, I mean, it was just like this two sheets of paper that was just horribly written and filled with spelling and punctuation errors and everything. Okay, so now what is this related funny. to? Um, this was guard duty. Uh, what does that mean? Um, standing in a, in a guard tower or at a gate... Okay, on so, base. So anyone who's in the role of being a guard at any particular time. Yeah, because we, we would rotate um, with other units standing in the guard towers looking for people to shoot at us. Uh, okay, go ahead. So, and there's, there's quite a few of them, so I mean, it's kind of crazy, but here goes with number one. Guards must stay alert and attentive at all times. They will remain in complete uniform at all times. Doesn't the first part of that go without saying? Yes. That, Isn't that what guard is? Stand guard? Yep, and I, I also have a little comments here, but too. But if that wasn't like, there, you'd get the guard that said, well, you didn't say I couldn't fall asleep. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, so telling us to stay alert, that, that means that we would, right? Okay. <laughs> we're, you have to understand we're standing there in an hour at a time in, the, like, I don't know, 40 pounds of gear. It's 100-some degrees. There's so, a Seinfeld about this. George, oh, is there? George feels bad for the guard in I the bank. I didn't know he was in the Army. So oh. he brings him a chair. Yeah. The guard <laughs> sits in the chair and falls asleep while the bank is robbed. Oh, sweet. Did, so, you, did you have a chair? N- no, we weren't allowed Good to thing. sit. thing. You would have fallen asleep. No, we weren't allowed to sit at all, but don't tell anybody, but we would. <laughs> uh, number two, weapons will be in green status. <laughs> if while you were t- cool, you would have planked. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Off the edge of the guard tower and then fallen off and broken our neck. That would have been embarrassing. What is, what is green mode or whatever? Oh, I'm getting to that. Jeez. Keep interrupting. I'm getting you back on track. <laughs> weapons will be in green status while traveling to and from your guard points. Green status meant without... A magazine in the weapon and without a chamber, a round chambered in the weapon. So basically a gun with no bullets in it. So weapons, it's, just, it's just a big thwackum stick. Yeah. 
Weapon status will be amber while on guard. Weapons will be on you at all times and at the ready at all times. Both hands must be on the weapon and at low carry. So basically you're standing there with this gun and you're you're not allowed to take your hand off it at, at any point. And I even knew some buddies that would get yelled at because they would go for a canteen and drink water and that then be yelled at because they didn't have both hands on the weapon. I mean, that's how stupid some sergeants are when they see you doing this stuff. And, you know, like, how are you supposed to go use the latrine? How are you supposed to use the, the radio when you do your, you know, check-ins? So, silly crap like that. Magic. It's fun. Um, then the next rule is green equals no mag, bolt forward, weapon on safe. Amber equals mag and weapon, bolt forward, no. Oh, okay, so those uh, those definitions are in the guard rules? Yep, these are actually in there, so you know. Aren't those what, things that you should have known? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Um, red equals mag and weapon, round and chamber, weapon on safe. And this this was actually read to us before every single guard shift, which we would have two a day. And um, and I also always wondered, why didn't they use yellow instead of amber status? Or emerald, amber, and ruby? Like, why is it not red, yellow, green? It's red, yellow, amber. I don't know. There might be a reason for that. But anyway, who knows? Next, the next uh, rule was guard point must stay alert for radio checks and monitor the radio at all times. And this was often hard to do while um, at some of the airfield guard towers because helicopters were flying over you and it's really damn loud. So sometimes you couldn't hear the radio checks and they get really mad. Next rule, there is no sitting, that's capitalized, or leaning for any reason while you're on guard, exclamation point. Do not be caught sitting on the coolers. You will pay to have them replaced. So guard duties times changed a couple of times, um, but for the most part, they were split into two, uh, two four-hour blocks. Four hours was the time spent at the actual guard post, but we had to be at formation um, at the actual guard point 45 minutes prior to this, and it usually took an hour to get back from the guard shift at the end of the day. So in reality, a shift was about six hours. Um and, and this was twice a day for an entire week. So on paper, it was four hours on and eight off. Uh, the higher-ups would often point this out when speaking about guard duty. This was written on paper, and the reality of the things uh, were very different. So try to imagine standing in one spot for four hours without leaning or sitting at all, wearing you know somewhere between 40 to 80 pounds of crap, and, and you know, I mean, just understand how crazy that rule is. Why did you sign up for this? The Army? Yeah. Kadama stupid. Free money. <laughs> uh, because it was uh, 1999, I was a junior in high school, and I thought I would get college money and get away from home, and which I did. You were supposed to party that year. Yeah, and then, then all this what you call war started. Like Prince says. I was not really the party type in high school, so yeah. I wasn't doing that. But yeah, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't the best choice in my life. But hey, now I have fun stories to tell on Free Talk Live. The next rule was check the battery life when assuming duty and inform Eagle Delta when the battery falls below 4 slash 8. That one's not that funny, but next rule, send a spot salute report to the ADOC on all suspicious activity, um, which ADOC stands for Air Defense Operations Center, uh, the place where the sergeant of the guard stayed and where we checked in and out for the guard duty every shift. Basically is what that means. Uh, next rule is guards must be standing at ECPs, which is a gate, uh, one guard will be positioned behind the concrete sandbag barrier. So here they are telling us to stand yet again, always. Uh, ECP is entry control point. Uh, these are the gates that led onto the airfield. Uh, I consider these areas the worst for guard duty. 
there are always officers and non-commissioned officers uh, passing through these g- gates, and a lot of opportunities to be yelled at were, you know, that's that's where you're the most visible, so those are even more fun to stand at. Mm-hmm. Here's the next rule. Guards will take water to their point. That is a rule. But <laughs> You will take water, but if you drink it, you'll get but yelled at. But then you at. can't drink yeah. it because you can't take then your you hands off not, the gun. Yeah. How can you bring water if you can't take your hand off the gun? Exactly. You can bring the water in your pocket. This this is why I had so much. Do you leave it in, in, on your belt? Yeah. What? Or do you put it down? What's that? The water. You wouldn't put anything down. No, it's it's on your. Okay. It's on. Well, I would take them out because that's weight. I would take right. both of my canteens Makes out sense. and set them. Um, I th- I don't recall, but I think we were actually not allowed to have Camelbacks on us when we were on guard. That was brilliant up there. Part. Um, let's see here. Next rule: no reading materials of any kind. Next rule, no electronic devices of any kind. Uh, we were allowed to have a watch, and we had to give... Uh, oh, and we also had to have NVGs, which are night vision goggles. So I like that rule because... That's kind of cool. Apparently, electronic devices of any kind don't include watches. and the Electronic devices we were supposed to have on us. <laughs> That's just being kind of picky. So when we come back, I will continue the rules for Guard Duty, Iraq 2006. Oh, it sounds so interesting. Exactly. See, he's picking on me. He's <laughs> no, picking on me. Andrew, I just said it sounded interesting. Let's take him out back during the break and beat him up. Thanks. 603-435-1105 if you want to call in. He's the only one that knows how to touch the buttons. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high visibility three dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. Free Talk Live. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Are you going to fall asleep? <laughs> Welcome <there>? back. <laughs> Post-Rapture edition. What are you looking at me for? Still I, in hell. I don't want to look at okay. puke. <laughs> 603-435-1105 if you want to call in. So um, yesterday I was very disappointed. I did not get raptured. Oh, I got naptured. I'm sure this has been done to death. Uh, on Free Talk Live for the past two days, but at least today, news organizations are coming out with some of the quotes that people have, uh, those believers that actually truly believe that the world was ending yesterday. Uh, the news has tried to get in contact with some of them. So what 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 was it we talked about last segment about how... how I'm just saying we have some prep? of these quotes and we might be able to get to it. <laughs> James, puke, yeah. whatever. You were in the middle of reading some army you just rules couldn't... of guard... Yeah, guard duty rules. You just couldn't take it, could you? Couldn't take the fact that I was in the middle of a. Yeah, you promised not to stop him unless there was a caller. I didn't stop anyone. We're just picking up from a break, and we're going to go back (laughs) into what he was talking about. It's all right. Don't take a drink. No, no, we're on. All right, go now. Now here, keep drinking. Go now. Ah, delicious Gatorade. (laughs) No, you can continue with your rapture. Rapture I wasn't going to go into anything. I was just making a note of the fact that now the news. It's interesting, and we maybe we'll get into some of the stories, but we will cover what hasn't been covered on Free Talk Live recently, which is rules of guarding a tower. Go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I think it would be interesting, but I don't I don't know. Has Nick ever found anything interesting that we ever talk about, or does he? This get is yes, interesting. Occasionally, I'll occasionally. mention something to Nick, and he will not stop until I tell him the story. <laughs> not necessarily That's on true. the air, but uh, like, like tonight, he made me tell that pullover story. Yeah, right off he the was bat, pretty excited about that. It is exciting. Anytime someone gets pulled over, it's exciting. Yeah, Nick's always interested when I get pulled over. All right, so back to the rules of guarding stuff in Iraq. Next rule was no sleeping bags. <laughs> Don't bring a sleeping bag when you're on guard duty. That was a rule? Yep. The next one is no sleeping on duty. That one also seems kind of... The sleeping bag stuck. thing, that had to have been enacted because somebody did so. Yeah, obviously. And then somebody probably like fell asleep and took a nap or something. Who knows? But... There it is in the rules. Good times. No eating on duty with the exception of hard candies. This one is, is exceptionally <laughs> awesome because uh, what happens if you're on guard duty and an emergency happens and you have to stay in the guard tower? Uh, that situation actually happened to me. Uh, a mortar or two hit the base one day. Everything went into lockdown mode, so to speak. So it was near the end of our shift. It had been nearly five hours since I last ate, and by the time the sergeant of the guard finally decided to switch out guards, it had been around six hours in the tower. So imagine that like the last thing you ate was just a sandwich, and then it's been six or seven hours. That's pretty awesome. That's that's what you want for your, your guards, you know, protecting the base is that they have no food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's brilliant thinking. Yeah, that's like... Okay, go ahead. No, I was... Okay, at my work... We have drivers who drive at ridiculously early hours, like 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah. Long distances, like, you know, 70 miles in some cases. And one of the checklists for the trucks, like, every week you have to do a checklist to, like, check off that this sticker is, the no smoking sticker is there, but everyone smokes. But you check (laughs) off the stickers there. That's all that matters, in my opinion. Right. Anyway. um, Yeah. And there's one checkmark box that says, no radio. They remove the radios from the trucks that guys are driving at 3 in the morning. They prevent... <laughs> awesome, so that they stay awake? Yeah, yeah. They don't want them to stay awake. <laughs> that is pretty smart. Makes sense. So, uh, let's see here. By the time that, uh, you know, this whole in- one situation was over, it had been about six hours in the tower, and then it took nearly another hour to get back, and we had also run out of water and ice by that time. So, you're talking about soldiers on guard duty that haven't eaten in a long time and they have no water in iraq so that's pretty brilliant that's an awesome rule um oh and then by the time we actually got you know released from this guard duty episode where we were there extra hours we were expected to be back at the the normal time so i think we had enough time for three hours off you know so that's uh, before the next shift yeah so we were also all sleep sleep deprived Hmm. and this is how awesome this is just a brilliant brilliant setup they got going here it is why Why do you think I hated being in the Army so much? Stuff like this happens all the time. Now, who are you even guarding from? Uh, insert terrorists. terrorists like, did you everywhere. have anything was, to do while on duty? No, nothing. Nobody came through and I, they're like, I got to check your ID. Nope. I'm going to search your bag. Well, you did sometimes when you were, when you were stationed at the gates. Okay. You, you would have to like lift the gate and wave people through, stuff like that. But whenever you got stuck in the towers, you just stood there and stared out over the fence. And sometimes you got one of the good towers where you could see a town. And then you could watch the Iraqi women, like, come out of their houses and dump garbage in their lawn. And then pick up other stuff from the 
pile of garbage and take it back inside. That's really interesting. Yeah. I would get so bored that I honestly wish somebody would have shot at me or blown something up just so I would have some sort of excitement. It was that boring. <laughs> the next rule is when assuming duty at the Charlie Towers, read the information binders and become familiar with your range card. Memorize the task and purposes for your tower. You will be quizzed. Make sure your tower has a compass, binoculars, and a radio. Awesome. Pop quizzes when you're on guard duty. Just like being in high school. Next <laughs> rule. not distracting you. Yeah. Each ru- uh, the next rule is each guard at the gates and towers will read the binder at their respective points whenever they assume duties at the new point. They will also sign the DA form 1594 stating that they have done so. So, you know, be- uh, my comment here is bureaucracy waits for no war. Got to sign all those forms. No smoking or using smokeless tobacco on guard duty. So, obviously no smoking uh, at night on the guard tower. That makes sense because you've got the little cherry on it and people could shoot at it. But there were massive perimeter lights every 50 yards and about 30 feet in front of every tower. So, what's the point of not smoking when you have giant bright spotlights everywhere anyhow? Well, what's the point <laughs> of not eating? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's the same point. Just don't do anything other than look for bad guys. Yeah, and the smokeless tobacco, well, we had a sergeant major that just hated smokers, and he made all the rules, so awesome. I understand that, you know, if, if guys were just... So these rules weren't... Room. These were rules weren't army-wide? These no, no. These happened to be for your unit? No. Yeah, exactly. It was it was only because of uh, Command Sergeant Major Patton, who thought he was General Patton, and he just loved making all sorts of stupid rules, and they were... Just horrible. And then as soon as the 4th ID redeployed back to the States, the next unit that came in, they had all different rules and they were much less stupid. And this is just one battalion kind of thing. Yep. Battalion? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. I'm glad I picked the right word. Well, it was the, we were part of the 4th Infantry Division, but it was the Aviation Battalion. So how many brigade? ridiculous know. rules do you think there are across the board if that was just your little Hundreds segment? of thousands. I mean, they're just rules are everywhere and they're all different and there's no... Yeah, and there's probably no, like, plenty that are much more ridiculous than the ones you just listed Oh, I'm sure off. there could be. I mean, you, it's just sort of luck of the draw. You get some a I am so charge. glad that like 300 of my dollars got out of my paycheck this week to go to that crap. Yeah. Oh, and we're not done. I have I have a, a, another page. The problem with rules like this is you can't <laughs> take important rules seriously. Oh, exactly. I when didn't. there are such stupid rules like don't sit down or lean against a pole or anything. Yeah. Or like, don't take your hand off your gun ever. Right. Both hands on the gun at all times, no leaning, no sitting. So it's easy to lose yeah, track so, what the important rules are. Yeah, so how do I drink water and not become dehydrated and then pass out? The next rule was keep points clean. If the point is not clean, do not take over point until it is cleaned by outgoing soldiers. If trash can be seen from <laughs> your point, it is your responsibility to police it up. So so if you showed up, you'd be like, nope, and, and it was still like there was trash there or whatever. You're like, no, come back here. Well, I you know, I, I usually made the point that if I could see the trash, but it was on the other side of the fence, like outside the base, I didn't try to pick that up. Okay. You know, because the rule says if it can be seen from your point, it's your responsibility. But the rule also says that the <laughs> guy before you was supposed to clean up his. Don't yeah. take over until he's cleaned his Yeah, that thing. usually didn't work out very well either. Because what are you going to do? Take 30 minutes to, to walk around and make sure everything's just spick and span? Well, you have to walk around while the now? rest of the guys are screaming at you, that, you know, they want to go home and stuff. It just didn't work out. Okay. Trust me. Uh, the police call is 30 minutes before shift changes, and that's just pick up trash. So now we're on to page two. Let's see here. <laughs> Next rule was verify you have your weapon. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yep, that's a rule. Make sure you got your weapon. Uh, it seems rather obvious, but some soldiers are kind of dense, and you know. Plus, add in the fact you haven't eaten and maybe not drank water, and you're standing there sweating to death. Your best brain of the goes. Best. Yeah, and so, so a lot of times, the brightest and bravest. Yeah, they'll forget their weapon. Well, when are the? I'm confused. You said that these were read to you every time before a meet. yes. Every single Both one. Both of, of these pages. Yes. Everything that you're reading to us now was read to you twice a day. Yes. Okay. I, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm every so se- happy. I never thought the army was a good idea. The was other, it, the other thing too is we would be searched for contraband. Was it every Sergeant time. Patton's idea to read it every day? Yeah. Okay. Probably. This it was guy is clearly a genius. He, oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. Here comes the break. I Andrew, what, <laughs> what's that number? 603-435-1105. We talk live Sunday. Yeah. I got my headphone plugged into the wrong thing again. <laughs> Welcome back to Free Talk Live, the third hour of the show. Sunday edition. Call in 603-435-1105. It's Andrew here with you. Ryder. Puke! All right. Apparently, there's something to talk about. Well, there is. There's rules. I got to get back to them. Uh, and then, at some point, we have to talk about a little something that happened during the break with Nick, and it's fascinating, and it's it's a disorder called pica. And we'll get to that. All right. I missed it. I was having a cigarette. Yeah. It was weird. So I was reading the rules that were read to us for guard duty in Iraq when I was uh, deployed there in 2006, and they're so stupid and weird. And So back to some of what the rules here. We're on like page two. The rule here is verify you have your weapon, obviously, but it happens. They forget them. Uh, then there's another one that your M16 must have 210 rounds. M249s have to have a drum, blah, blah, blah. Next rule is no M9s are authorized on guard duty, which is a semi-automatic pistol. And that's interesting because a lot of guys uh, in aviation units, which I was in, are only issued M9s, and they don't have M16, so they would have to borrow one for guard duty. <laughs> how well, how good are they at using them if they have to borrow them from someone else? Not good because you, you qualify on the weapon that you're issued. Okay. So, you know, they, they might not have used an M16 and a year or two so there's another brilliant thing let's take away the weapon this person was assigned to and make them use one that they haven't shot in a while all right the next rule is you must maintain muzzle awareness both hands on the weapon at all times so here we here we are here we are you know with the the hands on the weapon at all times again and you know making sure so many of these things should just go without saying they should but this is the army for you the next rule Upon returning from your guard, you will clear your weapon at the clearing barrel before entering the ADOC, uh, the NCOIC, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we'll give you step-by-step commands, visually inspect each soldier's weapon during the clearing process. So we had to clear out our weapons every time uh, after guard shift, and it was actually four times by the time we got back, because when you came down, before you got on the truck, you would have to clear it, and then you would have to clear it like when you got back from the truck and then you would have to clear it when you got back to the actual guard post and it was just clearing the damn thing all the time. Next rule, keep control of all sensitive items. Okay, pretty self-explanatory. 
Next, make sure your NVGs are serviceable. Have an extra set of batteries and are that the uh, they are attached to you at all times. Uh, this was uh, nearly impossible to do. It wasn't until the last few months that the unit was actually able to get enough batteries so that every pair of NVGs had a spare. So it's in the rules. You have to have an extra set of batteries, but the units didn't have that many batteries. <laughs> they should have a rule that if these rules don't make you want to kill yourself, you should just kill yourself. Yeah. I I actually did end up, just for fun, uh, cutting FTA, which stands for F the Army, in the back of my hand several times. Just to see, because it turns out that if you just lightly scratch yourself in a couple days, it makes a scab and looks much worse. This is what I did on guard duty. Wow. And I I think by the time anybody noticed, it had been towards the end of the week, and I'd done it eight times. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) Okay, well, you're an emo, apparently. Well, I was when I was (laughs) on guard duty. It It was very depressing. I like how people up here say an emo instead of... Who says that except me? Your emo. Do other people I've, say that? I've heard it elsewhere besides you. People in New mm-hmm. Hampshire are weird. At least yeah. you weren't an emo wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? No, they wolf, I don't. Kitten, they're kitten wolf right. on lupus. Uh, during nighttime hours, the NVGs must remain out and readily available, and you must practice noise and light discipline. Uh, the NVGs were pretty much useless, though, because if you're at the perimeter fence, like I said earlier, there are giant bright street lights right in front of your guard post. Therefore, you couldn't see anything past the bright lights because they would it would just like blind out the brilliant. NVGs. Yeah. So and with the night vision goggles, don't those streetlights just completely blind you? Yeah. Exactly. The ones so, that I've put on, I mean, any light at all just kills you. Well, no. It, I mean, it it would just because you can wear them during the day. I mean, they're they're the good kind. Okay. But you wouldn't be able to see past anything. It'd be like when you look outside on a sunny day and and you know it just blinds you because it's so bright and your eyes haven't adjusted. Uh, but the NVGs did come in very handy for uh, spotting the sergeant of the guard who was trying to sneak up on you and get you in trouble. Uh, you know, it's kind of surprising the sergeants never got shot. The next rule is when an LMTV-sized vehicle or grader needs access to the airfield, a ground guide is required during entering and exiting the gate. In other words, there's a large truck. You have to walk in front of it so that they don't run over things. Like you? Cause the drivers, yeah, because the drivers suck. So that was always fun. Or and land, it, and or, it made sure they only drove at walking speed. Oh, okay. Uh, next rule, do not allow any unauthorized local nationals near any aircraft, <laughs> which is pretty awesome uh, because a couple times there were local nationals, like Iraqi guys, in huge construction equipment doing construction on the airfield. So you couldn't let them near any aircraft, but yet they're near the aircraft in a giant uh, you know, like loader or something. And if he wanted to, he could just drive it into all the aircraft. Well, you got to make sure they don't make a break for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they're eyeballing the aircraft a little too closely, yeah. you have to get in there. The, even though we'd be at the guard point and they're like 200 yards away. Uh, Why don't they put guards near the guys that they want to keep out of the airfield? Yeah, I like, don't know. Like position guards <laughs> nearer to the aircraft at that point. Because you're thinking like smarts and stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they... I don't know. These are the questions that run through the intelligent person's brain. Uh, do not allow any LNs or TCNs, any locals, uh, on the airfield unless escorted by a U.S. soldier or U.S. civilian. Even though, like I said, the guys doing construction work, not always uh, escorted. Ensure all passes are taped to the windshield and clearly visible. Tent passes are numbered, blah, blah, blah. Let's see here. Check ID cards of anyone requesting entrance to the airfield. Obvious. Officers, the... Uh, this one's great. So the first one is check the ID cards of anyone. Then the next rule is 
Officers in the grade of 06, a full bird colonel, and above, to include Command Sergeant Major Patton, I don't know why he's special, uh, are not required to present their ID cards. Because he wrote the rules? Exactly. Uh, so apparently, as long as the, the enemy had a, a colonel or a Command Sergeant Major Patton uniform on, then the prior rule, checking all the IDs, is completely obsolete. And It's like the you know, Bible. It's so contradictory. <laughs> oh, so contradictory. It's retarded. And then the next one is officers... Uh, in the grade of 06, Colonel, and above, do not require an airfield pass. Again, why even have security? Now it's all just for show, obviously. <laughs> so next rule is no PT uniforms uh, get through ECP-4, and all departing personnel must enter through the PAX gate. The ECP stands for the control gate. And uh, for some reason, at this one gate, the PT uniforms were bad because... Mm, who knows why? <laughs> just because... Uh, and the last rule is cable barriers at the ECPs will be dropped and raised after the vehicle passes have been verified. They will also be dropped or raised for bicycle traffic after they have been stopped to check IDs. Again, unless it's a high-ranking officer. So How those many were bicycles you have running around. Well, there were quite a bit actually on oh. base because it's a large base and you could buy bikes in the PX. Um, so that's 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 all the rules that were um read to us before every guard shift twice a day. When I think army guys, I think tough guys. When I see someone on a bike, I don't think tough guy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you have to walk, you know, well, I get. I mean, no, I get. I'm just so saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no one on, on a bicycle can be intimidating to me. No, it's usually not. So, so those are the rules, and you know, you can go check it out on my blog at dooms-day-device.com, and just go ahead and and see if you want to still join the army if you were ever thinking about it. Because it's really stupid. And this is the kind of stuff you're obviously not going to find on the recruitment videos. or Now, would you say that this was uh, the worst thing you had to go through in the Army? Or were there stupider things than this? Uh, no, this was pretty much the stupidest thing I think I had to go through was the guard duty in this particular deployment. I mean, but but this wasn't the only thing. Trust. I mean, there were all sorts of other stupid rules and stupid things we couldn't do. Um, this particular command sergeant, Major Patton, 4th ID, Fort Hood, he also, prior to our deployment, uh, said that specifically nobody in our in our units under his command could wear the new boots that were suede and not shiny black because um, they just didn't look like the uniform, even though everybody else was authorized by other units to break in their shoes so they weren't getting blisters and stuff when they deployed to the war. That's how smart this guy was. Okay. When we get back, we're talking about your crazy eating stuff. 603-435-1105. If you want to call in, you can talk on the show. It's fun. Do it. Sunday edition, 603-435-1105. I guess we're supposed to come back right when like the music starts rather than Usually, wait yeah, until and you almost shouldn't, completely You shouldn't try and talk out. to me when I put the headphones on and I can't hear anything outside right. the headphones. Well, he was, he was trying to tell us that he has AIDS. <laughs> okay, that was completely out of context. That's what you were saying, right, though? You were like, hey, I could have AIDS and not tell anybody. There's and then no way several we times. could possibly explain this. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That was not good that you... But we also can't explain... All right, Nick has AIDS on this topic. Is why, why... Why didn't Nick 
start chewing on a paper towel a couple breaks ago. I went to the kitchen. I don't have any illness. I mean, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a. Thi- I don't have. <sighs> you could, because have you ever heard of pica? No, oh, you, you okay, didn't. Exactly so I went have to this. the kitchen. I went to the kitchen, washed my hands. I had to wash my face because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> and then I came back with a paper towel, and not a big deal. I put it in my mouth and started chewing on it. So you're chewing on it like a, like a piece of gum, right? Okay, that's not too weird. But have you? Ever, there's this disorder called pica, okay, and it's a medical disorder characterized by an appetite for substances largely non-nutritive, i.e., metal, clay, coal, etc. Coal. Or that would be abnormal- disgusting. Your mouth would be like black. <laughs> yeah, people do that. Uh, but there's also an abnormal appetite for food ingredients like flour, raw potato, raw rice, ice cubes, or salt. For these actions to be considered pica, they must persist for more than one month at an age where eating such objects is considered developmentally I don't inappropriate. Eat, I don't eat paper towels. Unless you eat gum. Okay. I do not eat that's, paper towels. That's good. So, I, but I mean, it's it's sort of similar. So don't go in any farther because pica is more common in women and children. Pica in children usually only hey. in young children or children with autism or other demented, mentally retarded things uh, may be dangerous. <laughs> Look, children if eating- I type if I type in Google chewing on pa, one of the autofills, the third one down, autofill is chewing on paper oh, towels. Oh, where does that lead? I want to know what it says. Does it say you're crazy? Did you search this? No, I didn't. Sane or insane.com. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very much like the Animia community where the girls are like, is it normal to vomit blood? <laughs> what? Sane or insane.com, chewing on paper towels. You know those brown paper towels? Well, when I'm alone in the girls' bathroom, I take some paper towel. Some, Why uh, are you brown... alone in the girls' bathroom, Nick? I'm reading this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Quit telling us your story. When I'm alone in the girls' bathroom, <laughs> I take some brown paper towels, soak them in water, and then chew on them. That sounds so good. That was my side note. <laughs> One time, someone walked in on me when I did this, and I made up a lie. I was like, my dad told me it makes her mouth healthier, but I just like <laughs> chewing on brown paper towels. It got 2.5 stars out of 5 on sane or insane scale. Um, well, that's uh, interesting. So... So the other thing that I looked up when it, it, do you guys know what a bezoar is? That sounds familiar. It's a mass. Well, it's you, yeah. Well, you probably heard of it because uh, Doctor Drew was talking about it. Or, oh no, it was Doctor Bruce on the Adam Carolla podcast. Oh, Doctor Spaz. Yeah, that guy. But anyway, a bezoar is a mass found trapped in the gastrointestinal system, usually the stomach, though it can occur in other locations. So basically, if you eat and this i found this so weird that people do this if you eat sunflower seeds the husk and everything you just like throw the entire sunflower seed in your mouth you don't actually pop out the little kernel and then spit out the rest of the seed and i guess some people are dumb and do that you can actually form this like solid mass of spiky pointy bits of of fibrous you know husk from the sunflower seed and it gets stuck in your guts and it can cause you to die sounds delicious yeah, so whenever you eat weird stuff like paper towels, that could happen. You could get a bezoar. Now, TLC has this show, My um, Strange Addiction. Oh, yeah? And, oh, yeah. I think I'm familiar with this. I am not. This woman eats toilet paper. Four years old, and I love eating toilet paper. Okay, she's uh, stacking all her toilet paper up. Oh, roll with the two-ply, I could probably 
take down half the roll in one day. I carry it with me in my purse. <laughs> when I'm in my car, I keep a roll in my glove compartment box, and I'll just grab the toilet paper and break it off and start eating it. I don't do this. I don't yeah. swallow. That's good. Really toilet paper. <laughs> but where do you think she started? <laughs> she started chewing theaters. on it, and then it's, it's dark in there. So now she's got like this weird pica disorder. Sneak a couple of sheets in with no one even. Knows. Yet I've been chewing paper towels for years. Have you? Like three to four years. I haven't started That's how it swallowing. Starts. It's a gateway so, pica drug. Object. Something is definitely wrong with her to be sitting up eating tissue. She'll sit up watching. <laughs> That's her mother. And Keisha have a tissue. Starts with paper towels and toilet paper. Moves she's to handkerchiefs. Eventually, right, notebooks. <laughs> Button down Eventually, you're going to eat the phone book. <laughs> Are we going to keep watching this? Nah, we're, we're yeah, good. Yeah, let's not. Basically, right. you know, if, if you're out there listening and you're snacking on weird stuff like toilet paper and swallowing it, don't do that. That's, that's not food. Number two pencils. So should I stop? Well, you're not swallowing it, so, you know, but it's weird, man. What's wrong with gum? Gum. I don't know. I just well, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just a habit. I dry my hands with a paper towel, and then and then you eat it. This is very you... personal. Then I chew on it, and sometimes I will just take a fresh one and like soak it in water, like the girl said on on the thing. Yeah, I sometimes make it. It feels like it's cleaning my mouth or something. I, I, All right, I, on a scale of one to my... ten, how appetizing does this sound? Toner cartridges, disgusting. The, <laughs> wait, which is which, which, sure. which someone... is the I'm gonna vomit? One or ten? Both. Okay, one in ten then. <laughs> How do you eat a toner cartridge? I don't know, but he's eating paper towels. Wow. That makes no sense. I was thinking of desk things on the desk. Wow. Pencils and You would just get black notebooks. toner everywhere though. You just keep toner cartridges on your desk? No, I don't know. I don't even think have... you know how Some toner cartridges work. Don't they? I just got a stack of them on my desk. Because I gotta you never know when you have to f- change the toner out. I know a guy who would know all about toner cartridges if yeah, he was in the studio. Me too. I don't. As so, a Christian, you got to forgive. Now that said, and please don't get offended, the new F word in the word church is forgive. I'm gonna say it again. The what, new what F is this? word is <laughs> the video of a preacher. He's, I forgive him for saying that. He's teaching a great lesson. This church is forgive. Now that said, do me a favor, touch your neighbor and say F you. <laughs> God, I wish I had. God, I wish I had 25 people that say I forgive you for whatever you said about me. All right, that was fun. Hey, how about that rapture that didn't happen? Uh, rapture did not happen. Let's see. Sure didn't. I know a guy who went to a rapture party. So everyone went to a rapture party. Were they serious? Were they? I didn't. What? I didn't go. I passed one of these uh, campers on the way home last weekend. Um, I wanted to like. I guess you can't really do it. Like wave out the wind. Hey, do you really believe it? I guess you can't. You really could do have that as you drove by at seventy miles, hey, hanging out my window <laughs> while I'm trying to drive on the highway. Sounds safe to me. So yes, they absolutely. Most of them all believed it. Uh, if the guy who invented yeah. this didn't believe it, he is a genius because more people now know about FamilyRadio.org than ever did before. Oh no way! It was a publicity stunt. I'm <laughs> shocked. Well, I don't shocked. Know. I don't know if it was or not, but if it was, it was a pretty good one. Because where did he get May 21st? Out of his ass, that's where. No, there's a real thing. I looked at the math. Right. 603-435-1105. Last half hour of the show coming up.
The apocalypse didn't begin yesterday, but you probably already knew that. Following months of build-up, publicity, mockery, and billboards telling people to prepare their souls, wide swaths of the population were not absorbed into heaven, as predicted by Harold Camping of Family Radio Worldwide. The 6 p.m. deadline came and went in time zones around the world, leaving disillusioned followers of Camping's message searching for answers and trying to reconcile their strongly held beliefs. Obviously, we're still here on Earth, said uh, Walter Lissaw of Muskegon, who met a caravan of family radio messengers in Grand Rapids on April 21st with his wife. It's a, par- it's a paradox I've never been in before. I don't have an answer for it. The Lord hasn't shown us the light on that. Uh, the li- Are you? What are you? Never mind. So Nothing. As a, as a church what? Going, what, you what does your church story. say about this? Uh, my church this morning called these people false prophets, the ones who are, who were... Portray, portraying, proclaiming the end of the world being May 21st. According to media reports, Camping spent more than $100 million to spread the message and drew in hundreds of devotees, some who severely disrupted their lives in order to spread the word that May 21st marked the beginning of the end. I am utterly, absolutely, absolutely convinced it's going to happen, Camping said earlier in the week. Did he say absolutely twice? He said uh, absolutely, absolutely convinced yes. absolutely absolutely or absolutely 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 no two absolutely is and one convinced and one utterly fascinating people look at my uh, yeah surprise s- surprise rapture didn't happen on saturday the new york times profiled a family divided by the belief the haddad parents of middletown maryland quit their jobs stopped saving money for college and began dragging their kids on the prophecy <laughs> quest a couple years ago <laughs> People look at my family oh, and think that people. I'm like that," said Joseph, their 14 year old. Uh, but wait, what did the crazy fortune telling, future predicting machine say? The, what? the I don't know that predicts the future. I have what no idea. That? I don't. I'm not up on that. It's the the web bot, the web something. Yeah. Apparently, Six, it didn't predict this because it didn't happen. Six zero three four three five one one zero five. If you know what the web bot said about May twenty first. Uh, I keep my friends as far away from them as possible, referring to his parents. I don't really have any motivation to try to figure out what I want to do anymore, he told the news here, because my main support line, my parents don't care. Uh, so I probably should have pulled some quotes here <laughs> of people who... Hey, Andrew, do you think this article sucks? I think it sucks. Yeah, Let's move terrible. Let's move next, just horrible. Next. All right, next. What's the next topic? Go I don't ahead. know. I don't have one. Yeah. You don't have one. Great. <laughs> Two million dollar lottery winner still gets food stamps. What? A Michigan lottery two million dollar jackpot winner from last year is eligible and collecting some food stamp assistance under a loophole state officials have been working for months to close. What an a hole, Leroy Fick, who lives near. Do you have something to say? Or are you just going to throw out? I have pictures to take. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing. Puke is repeatedly no, is. taking pictures in the studio. <laughs> it's a very bright, bright flash. But he is. He's, why is he collecting food stamps if he won millions of dollars? He's an a-hole. Leroy Fick, who's, who lives near Saginaw, to- took a lump sum payment for his June 2010 prize, buying a house, a used 2008 Audi, and investing the rest. His attorney said, if you're going to try to make me feel bad, you aren't going to. The income he receives from investing the remaining money means that he is under the income line for people who are eligible for food stamps. There's so it's, no, it's apparently based only on income, right. not on savings? There's no asset-based wow. testing for it. It's all based on income, Wilson said. The so amount, wait, they don't, they don't dub the uh, lottery winnings as income? It came in? 
Well, it must have been a one-time income, but it doesn't count as ongoing income that you count toward <laughs> saying if he can or cannot have food stamps. Well, so I wonder how many trust fund kids are on welfare and food stamps then. Oh, well, they're probably not because they haven't bothered to go get them because they're already rich. Maybe. But I... But yeah. if they did go, you're saying they, they would probably get them. I don't see why not. If the lottery winner can get it, yeah. why can't the trust fund kid? It doesn't well, seem fair. Well, the government is smart. I wonder well, if he was on food stamps before he bought the lottery ticket. Could be. Probably. You should not be allowed is... to buy lottery tickets if you're on food stamps. Well, yeah. Except that the government likes all the money they get from the lottery tickets because it's a stupid tax. Most food stamps, you get more money in those than any most people spend a week. Really? On food. I mean, I'm sure it changes by state, but I've heard it's it can be like 400 a month or something oh, just I, for food. I heard somewhere, I don't know where this was, but you can get organic food stamps. Like oh, if you really? ask for organic, if you say, <laughs> I only eat organic food, they'll give you organic food stamps. Now, I know. Can you not I, buy organic food with normal food stamps? I guess not. Well, organic food is much more expensive. Like, for example, at my work, right. a loaf of white bread is two dollars and change Fine. or you can get it but for it's more two organic bucks. so there's are on you sale. just saying that they give them the organic more money? bread is 529 a loaf okay all right wow. that's an expensive loaf of bread oh it is i understand that's so are you saying loaf. the organic food stamps are just more money pretty much yeah. or can you only buy organic things with the organic food stamps? i don't know i don't have food stamps or are the organic food stamps made out of only non-gluten <laughs> material <laughs> uh who knows what what kind of cheese can you get? Can you get like fancy artisan cheeses on food stamps? No idea. Hmm. Because I'm down for some artisan cheeses. Not in the cheese business. Oh. Why not? Why aren't you? Doesn't it go with wine and bread? I don't have. I'm no. not in wine business either. <laughs> you guys saw this link where the CDC uh, sure did posted a blog post um, warning people about how to prepare for the zombie invasion. Oh, I've seen that what? all over the Facebooks. I did not. But I didn't read it, so what the hell's going on? Hang on. Let me see if I can bring it up. Yes. I only see what's on my face. Social media. anything else. Preparedness 101 zombie apocalypse, and this is from the CDC's website. Do you have your own Facebook or something? I mean, it doesn't show up (laughs) like other people's posts or something? I I don't read anyone else's stuff. Wow. Narcissistic. For the most part. Everyone did make a (laughs) big... yours. Okay. Well, now I... Now. That's acceptable. It's like three people I read, and that's it. (laughs) Myself's included in the Hey, Nick, what's that article you got there? So everyone made a big deal about this. You have this. an article? CDC. No, it's not even an Who? article. It's not even a good article. Everyone no. made a big deal about the CDC uh, posting a blog about the zombie apocalypse coming. But if you actually read through it, really, they just have a starting paragraph. In movies, shows, and literature, zombies are often depicted as being created by an infectious virus, which is passed on via bites and contact with bodily fluids. Harvard uh-huh. psychiatrist Stephen Schoolman wrote a fictional medical paper on the zombies presented in Night of the Living Dead and refers to the condition as taxic. Anyway, it's a very long <laughs> medical name. I grew up where Night of the Living Dead was filmed. Something about neurodegenerative. Neat. But if you actually read the CDC's blog, sure, um, maybe they were smart to do this because they're um, gaining the attention of all sorts of zombie nerds all over right, the web. Right, it just sort of sounds like a, a kind of clever, but just a ploy to like sucker people into reading their but if you read it, list. here's what it is. Better safe than sorry. So what do you do if you need to... Uh, so what do you need to do before zombies dot, 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 or hurricanes or pandemics, for example, actually happen? 
First of all, you should have an emergency kit in your house. This should include water, food, and other supplies. I guarantee you there's one item they don't have and they never include, and that's a firearm. They never suggest you should have guns. Water, which is food, BS. medications. This includes prescription and non-prescription meds, it says. But isn't it a felony to have prescription meds that are over there? Yes. So how do you put prescription medication in your preparedness kit that's supposed to be like... I guess you're a, just supposed to grab them. No, it's, this is supposed to or you they, include in your kit. You know, it's the government, so they probably expect that you would just le- let them sit there until they expire and then buy new ones and put them in your preparedness kit. Tools and supplies, sanitation and hygiene, clothing and bedding, important documents, and first aid supplies. Uh-huh. Got to have your social security card and driver's license because when the world ends, make sure you have all your stupid... That's what it says. Documents. Driver's <laughs> license, passport, and birth certificate. But yet, not a single mention about firearms or ammunition. Something that might actually help you because... How would that help you? Uh, One, for protection because they're zombies. And if you have a shotgun... That's handy, and you should also have some sort of knife. But not only that, you could protect yourself, and you could hunt. Actually, in the wow. zo- actually in the zombie video games, it's kind of funny. They um, have fictional CDC-type posters that have all sorts of information about what the CDC is going to do for you, blah, blah, blah. And, of oh, yeah. course, they in the game are nowhere to be seen, and you're left on your own with nothing but your guns. I'm much more concerned about robots. Yeah, those are scary. 603-435-1105, <laughs> last segment what coming. Robot spiders. The zombies are dumb. Final segment of the Free Talk Live Sunday edition, and I haven't plugged the website. So, everyone on the podcast, skip ahead four minutes because we're about to plug it. Just kidding. We're not. Actually, (laughs) amp.freetalklive.com. Go there. Pay uh, the show. Support them. That's a good thing. Uh, That way you can hear more quality programming like us. I would say cam.freetalklive.com, but it's a little late for that in this show. But you can always go there six nights a week. They know. Anyone listening to the Sunday show pretty much knows the thing. Pretty much. Uh, puke yep. story, go. Uh, I have the studio cam up. Uh, currently, you're standing, and I'm sitting in Andrew's. We have one segment to go. we got to push <laughs> through here. you got to give me time. Time to... Nevada Assembly okays a stripped-down online poker bill. The state assembly on Thursday passed a stripped-down internet gambling bill calling for the state to develop a licensing process for online poker businesses. This is a month after the U.S. industry melted down amid federal indictments. Members of the assembly unanimously passed the... So this is how stupid and how long it takes bills to go through. This bill has probably been in the works in Nevada for months and months. A month ago, as we talked about on the show, U.S. authorities shut down a bunch of sites... Yes, because gambling um, is the devil. Actually, just a bunch of domains. Not I think it was gambling sites. that caused the rapture. Mm-hmm. Online gambling has admired a new con- in controversy since uh, the U.S. Justice Department indicted executives of top three, blah, 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 blah. It <laughs> highlights that there's a need, said Assemblyman William Horn from Las Vegas, whose committee sponsors the bill. There, Where there's a void in regulation, there's corruption. Oh, no. Refrigeration? Oh, where there's a void of regulation, there's corruption, he says. Of so, course. Th- <laughs> but yet, for some reason, when there's regulation, uh, there's still corruption. He's calling he he's just calling corruption the people who had, quote-unquote, gone around federal law to get money onto online poker sites. 
um, corruption of those um, sites to take that money. The bill was backed by Poker Stars. That is interesting. One of the companies targeted by the federal government and originally called for the legalization of online poker in Nevada. Sponsors wanted Nevada to capitalize on an industry that has been operating in a legal gray area. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a policy <laughs> committee took out... A policy committee, though, took out the boldest elements of the bill four days before the federal indictments became public. Now the bill calls for the Nevada Gaming Commission to develop regulations and a and a path to licensure for online gambling businesses by 2012 and keep them in the can so they're ready the day the federal law passes. So they were looking at legalizing online poker within the state. Now, because of these federal things... This no, they're not going. This to. bill has become, instead of legalizing it, it's become well. We're just going to set up the stipulations for becoming licensed, and then we will license you, sort of, but you can't run your business until the federal government says it's okay, which could be never. All right, so that is horrible. Yep. Yet again, freedom. I just saw something ridiculous. Stuff. Oh, was it Nick? No. Oh. It's a horrible idea for a feature in a car. Okay. How many stories have you guys heard of a predator hiding out in the backseat of a car when you oh, enter it? Oh, those are awesome. It's you, in, you have to like do a whole walk of- around of the car. You have to look inside and make sure. We've heard this in Driver's Ed. Really? Well, it's in all the well, movies. How often does this really happen in real life? If you go up to your car and the back and the seat is not in the same position, you left it in, run. So they taught us in Driver's Ed. Check that. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Oh, except that I have a you're not. I have a pickup truck. Yeah, (laughs) unless you're talking about spiders. So it's really not a. Well, those are in there all the time. I, I don't know where they come from. (laughs) So anyway, so what's the stupid idea the government is proposing? It's not the government actually. It's Volvo. Oh, Oh. and what is? It's a heartbeat monitor to detect intruders in the back seat. (laughs) What? So what? this is some sort of sensor that detects if there's a heartbeat in the back seat. The idea was and to detect intruders hiding out in the back seat. The system would alert the owner's keychain of any heartbeats inside the car. It sounds pretty sci-fi, but not very useful. It didn't catch on. So it was an actual thing. No I thought crap. it was just an idea. No, it was a thing. How expensive is a is a device that can sense a heartbeat well, within a range? It's in a top of the line Volvo, which is probably nearing sixty grand. Okay, yeah. Where yeah. are those made? Scandinavia. Close enough. Yeah, Sweden. those people are Sweden. weird. Sweden. What so, the hell? Why don't you just look in your back seat if you're that damned paranoid? Or I don't know, put a big blanket back there or, or something. Lock that's your like white car seats. when you get out. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know of anybody that's ever had somebody just whoa I'm in the back seat. It like, happens all the time in movies, but I'm pretty certain those are not real. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> always in the movie. If you have the camera shot where it's just them getting in the vehicle from the front. Oh, yeah, just, watch out for that microphone. There. <laughs> yeah, there's a microphone there. Someone should move it. <laughs> then then all of a sudden the person pops up from behind the seat and then grabs you. Although, yeah, usually. I'm not sure if that makes a. I mean, I guess it would work. I'm trying to think of the best way to kidnap someone. Is that a good way? <laughs> I would I would just wait until like John Wayne Gacy used to do with all the women. Is he would just pretend to be a guy with a broken arm loading a van and then they would feel sorry for him and then when they walked over and helped him he would I think he would just use like a sap or something and hit them in the back of the head and knock them out. A sap? Or yeah. 
the little like leather thingy with the lead weight in the end that you hit someone in the back of the head and it knocks them out? Oh, I don't know. All right, this is sometimes called sense. a blackjack. I'm looking at more. What other crazy features is Volvo in there? I don't Swedish. know about Volvo. I'm just oh. looking at bad car ideas. And this one I kind of disagree with. Starter buttons. Oh. Have you ever I, seen those in cars? You know, I have seen them all. I, you my turn goal the keys is to own position. a car with a starter button Well, it's you cool. can, and Kia makes one. Ooh. So what they're saying here is sports cars have them. When Ferrari and Lambo started putting them in their cars again, that was kind of novel. It made you feel like a racing driver. By the time Kia put a starter button in the new Sportage SUV, the trend was well and truly out of control. Have people uh, forgotten how to use Kia? It's out of control, I don't think man. it matters. I kind of like the starter button. I do, too. I like I like buttons. I like pushing them. Yeah. And it was what is just, wrong with that? I don't know. It was kind of cool. Like It was a big red. Like I had an S2000 that yeah. had a starter button. Exactly. And it was the big red button that said start. And I liked it. Did you have? To, how did you stop the engine? Turn the key off. Okay. Because you turn the key to the on position. There was just yeah. no start position on the key. Right. Yeah. And for some reason, this article is like, those are the devil? It just doesn't like them for whatever reason. That is strange. I think whoever, It also doesn't like voice control. Whoever wrote that article should be shot in the face. And as far as voice control goes, I agree. It's probably a, just a, a big mess, like the Ford Sync. However, yeah, my Android phone has a voice thing, and I can say navigate to the most complicated address you can think of. I've seen it. And it, it 99% of the time, it gets it dead on. However, today, it did not work. Why I was not? navigating to Rimmon Road, R-I-M-M-O-N, okay. it didn't. and I kept thinking I said women. Women Road? <laughs> women Road? But you I just had a lisp. I speak Ooh, fast. Women, women. If but, only you could see, find an Android app to do that. Well, I don't like fa- you know fancy technology like that. Like that built- was a good one. Yes. Ha ha! <laughs> built-in built in navigation, GPS, and stuff like that. Because fancy electronics like that are just going to be obsolete in a couple years, and it's complication and... And you got stuff like the BMW iDrive that is just well, that's utter on, nonsense. That's on the list too. And it's just like you know, you you can buy GPS devices, and then when you want a new one, you just put a new one in. It's right. it's not attached I, to the rest of the car. And uh, if you own the car for ten years, like that crap's going to be obsolete. I tried to get my phone to direct me to a grocery store in New York. It took me down this back road and then to a cul-de-sac, and then it said it was all dark. It, it was, was like, called the rape store. You've arrived <laughs> at the grocery store. <laughs> You've arrived I just look around and like, all these, I'm in this cul-de-sac and all the houses lights are off. And then somebody popped out of his back seat and stabbed him in the face. <laughs> now, as far as what you were saying, Puke, I kind of agree and I kind of yeah. disagree. I got to drive... Uh, a new Ford Focus. Okay. Fully loaded. And now when it comes to a Focus, you don't get that loaded in the Focus. No, but they have a lot of good features. They in the do. Like the thing was leather, Focus. power, everything. Had a crazy infotainment system. With, right. With the Ford Sync and yeah, all that. Syncs with all your gadgets. And right? I did really like it. I, there was buttons all over the steering wheel. In fact, here's a dashboard of one right here I'm looking at. That's excellent for the listeners. Yes, it is. But, but they can just go to the, Ford.com you know, or something. I like the, the steering wheel buttons. I always like that. I like things being in reach of my fingers while I'm holding the wheel. Well, that's handy. But and I, you can so- also look at your your, uh, you know, real time fuel mileage, all that stuff, and just you know how much. But how long have- does that stuff last? I mean, and it how much does it cost to get it fixed? Like, what if you break the screen or a fuse blows and stuff like that? It's right. That's true. That's the problem with it. But like, I know my dad had a BMW in the late nineties. Yeah, and I'm sure this went back even farther. But it had the real time fuel mileage and all that too. So that's not new technology. Right. It's been around, and there's actually box trucks that have them now. The yeah. standard GM box truck has it. 
And I like that feature. And That's the, not a bad feature. The navigation, feature, I don't mind it now because I use it on my phone. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it if it was in my thing. What are you doing? This is the F. What? All right, it's been Free Talk Live, it's Sunday free edition. Talk Live. There's a crazy preacher. Sorry, that totally did not work out. No, no, no it didn't. That was just obnoxious. <laughs> All right, Free Talk Live. Uh, it's been good. Thanks Have a good for night. All right, bedtime. Yay! DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com.